Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, I'm wrong again. I'm wrong again. That's coming right up. We'll get to that in a minute. But right now, yes, 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 yes. It's time to introduce my friend, my partner, the brains of the alpha. Yes, he certainly is, and he's going to let me know all about that. The one, the only, Mr. Brian. No, Brian, lovely to see you again. Lovely seeing you again. But you don't see me. I see it mentally. I have a mental picture of you. Uh, That's scary. That's scary. Am I wearing a... I don't know. Actually, you're not wearing much, I will tell you. Oh, that's that's even worse. I know, I know. What's I going on? Be, I should be in a hazmat suit, you know. There you go. So the image yeah. should be. I'm fine, Andy. How you doing today? Everything's wonderful. You know, and, and I'm, I'm the first to admit it. I'm not running away from it. I'm not going to shot. I own it. I was what? wrong again. What, what now? What now? Because oh, I said for the longest time that Urban Meyer will be outski. He'll be gone. Now we understand that the ownership is going to say, "Well, yeah, we'll give him another shot. We'll run with him a little bit another year." But I've read these reports about Urban Meyer. What an sob he is! What an SOB, like pointing fingers at his assistant coaches. I mean, come on, like saying, what if you won? What's the deal with this guy? I mean, come on. I, I, it's just another chapter in the book of what the hell. I right, mean, that's really right. what it is. Like, how, it's your staff. You, you know, picked like, them. The, yes, you're not talking about some rival staff and some other coaches that aren't on your staff. Like, what is this all about? That's so strange. Wow. 
I, I read this. It's hard to believe. You can't make this stuff up. Like, what have you won to the assistant coaches? I mean, really. You know, if I'm an assistant coach, he says that to me. He says, wait a minute. You know what? Why don't you leave and let me run the team, and I'll show you what I could win. Really. And then, and then uh, Lawrence, the quarterback, Trevor right. Lawrence is complaining about the running back is not playing much. Robinson should get more time. I mean, and then he has an assistant coach blocking Robinson from entering a game. I mean, this is like horror stories. Yeah, it's just – it seems so childish for the NFL, some of this stuff, where it's like, what what are they doing over there in Jacksonville? And you start thinking about, you mentioned it, Trevor Lawrence. Job number one is making sure Trevor Lawrence turns into a legitimate stud. It's his rookie season. It's going to take a little bit of time. But when you start seeing the instability around this guy, that's when ownership should look and be like, oh, man, like is this the right environment for Trevor Lawrence to flourish? And right now it sure isn't, but as of this moment, ownership has the back of Urban Meyer. I think it might be because of the uh, contract that they guaranteed the guy, paying him an arm and a leg, so they don't want to cut bait just yet. But And the other thing is, I wonder how big of a story this is if Urban Meyer hadn't screwed up time and time and time again before this. Right? right, like the, the, the shouting match one. with right. Marvin Jones, breaking news, coach yells at player. Like That's not a big deal. The other stuff where he's demeaning his coaching staff, that's weird. But I don't know how big of a story this is if he isn't screwing up left and right beforehand. There's no doubt. And it's certainly like sort of a piling on situation. you got several opp- opportunities to get him. And, and certainly the situation when he went to Columbus with the lady at night. And, you know, everything that's running around right now, they're just piling on the guy. But Charlie Strong, I had no idea Charlie Strong was even on the staff, the former <laughs> Louisville coach. I mean, and, and they say that maybe ownership should part ways with Urban Meyer. So that's not a healthy situation. So either Urban Meyer's going to dump some of these assistant coaches or something's going to happen. I mean, obviously, that they claim as of today he's going to stay. Well, he's the former Florida coach, Andy. Like, Florida's way bigger than Louisville. I know you're biased over there in that well, area. Cl- he's closer to me in Louisville. <laughs> That's right. right. That's right. Well, both, yeah. But uh, I-, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, wow. See strong on the, the Jacksonville staff. I- right. I didn't know that. But, uh, yeah, isn't that crazy? Just think about that. There is growing support for him to be the interim head coach for Urban Meyer to be kicked to the curb. Like, just... It's so chaotic there right now. And that is, again, not a great scenario for mainly Trevor Lawrence. Not a great situation for anybody there, but Trevor Lawrence is your guy. He's supposed to be your pillar that you're building upon. Develop and him! Yeah, I. It is. it is not a good situation over there. Right now, more chaos, and we'll see what's to come. Curious about I, I that. I will say this, though. I, I think there's some bit of luck in his corner. When I say that, I mean because playing in Jacksonville, not a big stage. It's a little bit off-Broadway. I understand how big the NFL is, and you really can't hide any story. But if this happened in New York, Chicago, L.A., whatever it may be, uh, Atlanta, I, I think it would be blown up to another degree. Oh, can you imagine if this was going on in Dallas or something oh. like that? Oh, my gosh. But I think it does show you – Andy, it shows the lack of respect that the team has for Urban Meyer because these things wouldn't be happening if you had respect. You wouldn't have Trevor Lawrence publicly talking about James Robinson needs to play more. As a rookie, I have a hard time buying that. Or the shouting match with Marvin Jones. and I just don't think a lot of that stuff goes on if you truly respect your coach. And look, he's a rookie head coach that hasn't proven anything in the NFL, so I understand why there is a lack of respect, but it's a lot of little moves where the team just sort of looks sideways at the head coach like, we're, we're really doing this? We've got 
Tim Tebow playing a brand new position and I that's just weird. Like he's had way too many weird decisions for the team to fully respect him. No, you're exactly right. I think that uh he he's not gonna walk away. And certainly he's not gonna walk away from that kind of money. And it looks like, as you say, they're not going to fire him because they have that guaranteed contract. So they, the money is the hang-up. Other than that, he'd probably be on the street. It's, it's amazing to me. I, and, you know, why would they think that he would be a good NFL coach? And we talked about this last week, and you hit it right on the head as far as, like, with Notre Dame. You know, you would, if, if you were an athletic director, you want to hire a guy who was, in fact, a head coach with head coach experience rather than get a guy who's an assistant. You know, Marcus Freeman is going to be the, the guy right now, and they roll him into the position, and he's somewhat familiar, obviously, with Notre Dame and what's going on, but he's never been a head coach, so it's a bit of a gamble. So why would you take a gamble in the NFL for a guy who's never been an NFL coach? Well, look, we all know his his record in terms of wins and losses. Urban Meyer is highly decorated, and it has worked out before. Jimmy Johnson had a lot of success with the Dallas Cowboys well, after the Miami Hurricanes. Yeah, but he was taking – he had success, but that was a little bit with an asterisk, taking over with Jimmy Johnson's players, and they just regressed and regressed. But another guy, Pete Carroll, has had a lot of success yeah. in the NFL. So it has worked before. The Marcus Freeman thing, yeah, to never be a head coach on any level, that makes me nervous. It's not to say that he's destined to fail, and hopefully he's awesome, me being the Notre Dame honk that I am, but it, it does make me nervous that he's never been a head coach on any level before. Right. But with Urban Meyer, he flourished, like winning three championships, a lot of success. So it seems now, like, why would you do this? But heading into the season, there are a lot of people that expected big things from Urban Meyer. Maybe not right away, but eventually. And based on how this rookie season has played out, there are not nearly as many supporters anymore. You know, it's funny, and I agree with you. He's had success at every stop. Bowling Green, Utah, Florida, Ohio State. He's had the success. But there's a big difference between the college and the pros. Not just the age factor of players who are a bit more mature in the National Football League, but you could pick and control who you want to play on your squad in college, and you have some power over these guys. In the NFL, there's really not much power. Right. That's the thing is, I I think Urban Meyer has pulled some things in the NFL that he probably did a double take like, whoa, that didn't work. Like why it's always worked, you know? Right. Exactly. And it's just a different ball game here because if you don't come correct, the team's going to look at you like, no, that's no, we're not doing that. (laughs) We're not down with that. And it's been a lot of that so far this season. No, you're exactly right. Now let's talk ball on the field. Now I, I know you're a ball kind of guy, and and you love it to death. And you know, I'm a guy that I, I watch it. But did you watch Army Navy? I, I just I did. Oh, did. I, okay, I love but, Army Navy. I know. Right? I'm just saying. You know, yeah. it's on, it's on my list. I'd love to see an Army Navy game, but I was a little surprised that they had it in New Jersey yesterday. I, I like when they have it like in Baltimore or in, in closer to the mm. actual facilities where they are. It, it shouldn't be there in New Jersey. In, in I, I love the atmosphere. It's a great atmosphere. Um, I didn't even think about it like that because they always, well, they've played in Philly for a, a lot of right. the time. And um, right. yeah, in Baltimore, they've played uh, where the Ravens play before. I didn't even think about that, but that doesn't throw me off. You see a lot of games at neutral sites and away from the, the facility. So that didn't throw me off at all. It's not as if the crowd was like half packed or something like that. Like it was. It's a great atmosphere, and I, you just have to appreciate it for what it is. It's not going to be a wide-open offense, but 
it's it's a rivalry game, man, and there's so much pride that goes into it. So I enjoy it, and it was a pretty good I game. It was competitive. Right. No, my, my question is this. I mean, Army-Navy, why? And I know maybe it's a stupid question. Tell me if it is. Why is Army-Navy at the top of the list as far as games that are so, so – embattled and so many people want to see them. I'd love to see an Army-Navy game. I've never been to one that's on my bucket list. I'd love to see one. But you, you don't see it with Air Force playing anybody. You don't see it with any other college rivalry. This is the rivalry of rivalries, even though the games aren't that competitive. Well, they are competitive. They're just not high scoring. You know, like <laughs> there are a lot of competitive games. Well, it's, it's just competitive in the sense, but they're not, they're, they're meaningless because both teams usually oh, are coming in there logging well, and losing records. I, it depends how you look at it, right? It might be meaningless in terms of the top 25 or trying to make it to the college football playoff, stuff like that, but. It is incredibly meaningful every single year, and you know that between the two schools, oh, and it, it it makes it more interesting like that. When these the, both teams, it sounds corny and it sounds like cliches left and right, but they put everything into winning this game. Like it is that meaningful. So I it just as long as you embrace it for what it is, it's not going to be this high scoring, high flying NFL talent left and right. But they're going to put everything into winning the game and with the atmosphere. I just think it's cool. I think it's a cool scene. Well, it's too. the only show in town, really, when you get to this point in the season. No, you're exactly right. They have the, the, the day for themselves. They're really doing it. I think it's wonderful. And you talk about high scoring. I mean, I think that the Army quarterback, didn't he throw like five passes? He was like three for five on the day. They don't put it in the air very much, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> sweet I, I, outfit. Uh, su- outfit. Sweet uniforms, though. I really liked uh, Army's. Do you go Team Army or Team Navy? Navy, they said it took three to three and a half hours for each individual helmet for Navy. And uh, Army, they just had sort of the camouflage uh, uniforms. Those were sweet. I really loved those Army uniforms. Okay, but here's the deal. I mean, and maybe I'm way off base on this, but you're a high school player. You're a three-star, four-star high school football player. I, I don't think on your wish list you're putting down Army or Navy to play for. I, I just don't think so. I mean, you're going to put down Texas, Oklahoma, USC, UCLA, Alabama. You know, you, the big names, the, the Broadway names, the ones with the brands. I, I don't think there are a lot of high school kids who are great players that have a wish list that they want to play for either Army or Navy. Well, no, because it's a completely different commitment. You know, exactly. they show it every year. I don't know if they did it this year, but uh, they typically show one of the students, like a cadet or whatever, an Army player, Navy player, and they, they look at his schedule and it's like at 0600 he wakes up. At oh, like, I don't know, <laughs> 700 he has calculus. And that, but, 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 but the whole day it's very regimented. It's not for everybody, you know? So, uh, yeah, it, at this point you don't wake up and, uh, yeah, I don't know, grow up aspiring to go there if you're a huge recruit. But, I mean, whatever. It's still a great rivalry. I couldn't go there because I wouldn't know when to wake up because I don't know what 0600 is. Yeah, right. So I, I couldn't go there. So Well, no yeah, thankfully you know it for this show. You know? Yeah, right. You know it on is Sunday this, morning. Is this 0600? This is 0600. I, I think it's right? – is it 0500 for you? I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm on Are, are you on Central time. time or no? I'm on my East time. You are on Easter. East, yeah, it's well, 0600, baby. It's 0600. I, I didn't know. Okay, now yeah. I know. I learned something. It's great. All right, there we go. By the way, if you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com match. That's slash match. Limitations apply now. 
We have some Twitter accounts, and they're in operation right now. And you could Twitter my guy, Brian No at The No Show, NOE Show, at Andy Furman, FSR, or phone lines are always operating, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Now, we have Bronx Talk Radio with the amazing Chris P. this hour. Hour number two, bottom barrel betting. And, of course, Brian No and No's picks rounding out the show in hour number three. But could history repeat? We'll tell you all about that next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
There's some good news and some bad. We'll get to that in just about a minute. 21 minutes past the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He is Brian No, I'm Andy Furman, and away we go. B, I can't believe it's week 14 in the National Football League, which depresses me, which tells me it's more than half over. I, I know the big games are coming up, playoffs and Super Bowl, but I get really sick when the th- season's over. So I propose this. When the Super Bowl's over, they need to rest a month and start another season, a second season right after that. Because I don't know what I'm going to do without football. Really, I, I love it. It's the perfect game simply because the way it's laid out. You got the Monday news conferences. You got the hype beginning on Wednesday. You got a game Thursday night. Saturday, Sunday, now in December they'll be playing. Then you got the playoffs. Everything is perfect. You, you have to be a moron to screw it up. And to some extent, maybe Roger Goodell is. But he's never even, you know, really. And he, and he can't even screw it up if he tries. No, it's a, it's a great, great setup. I just thought yesterday with Army-Navy... Every year, I'm like, it's Army-Navy already? How did that right, happen? Right. Just screams by. That shows you love it, right? It shows that it's a great setup. So, uh, <laughs> so I know it's tongue-in-cheek, but starting a second season after a month, yeah, it's. I, I'm depressed for a month. I'm just walking around like, you know, life doesn't really mean anything right now without ball. You know, right. it's... It's tough. <laughs> but, but they tried those stupid spring leagues and it didn't work because there was no name recognition and no one knew who these guys were. That was yeah. the problem. Yeah, it's uh, it, it does show you that there is a, a big difference between the pro game, between the NFL, college football, and then these spring leagues. Like We love football, but you got to put a good product out there. It can't just be anything. You're exactly right. And you know what? Here's a good product today. Cowboys at Washington. Believe it or not, Washington is getting five. This is a battle in the East. It really is. You look at last week, Cowboys went over New Orleans. Washington wins their fourth straight at Vegas. And last year, if you remember, the Washington football team wrote a four-game late-season winning streak to clinch a division title. Who knows? I mean, this Washington team with Heineke, a quarterback, I'm shocked. I'm shocked what they're doing. And honestly, they're going to give the Cowboys a game today. Although the Cowboys have so much offense and so much firepower on the offensive side of the ball. You know, I I think the Dallas receivers will have a real big success today against our weak Washington secondary. Well, they've played much better defense, as you know, Andy. They've held Washington as for their previous five opponents to under 300 yards. And it was just the last game where they allowed 310, right? Like they didn't allow the Raiders to go crazy on them offensively. So defensively, they've played much, much better. It's crazy. We've talked about this numerous times. Washington was so bad to begin the season. They were easily the most disappointing unit in football based on what we expected from them and what they were actually producing. Then Chase Young gets hurt. And they're playing really good defense. It's crazy. It doesn't make sense, but somehow, some way, they've put it together. And uh, it's not like the Cowboys offensively are firing in all cylinders either. So you look at Zeke is still banged up. Tony Pollard is banged up. And then you have Jerry Jones saying the receivers aren't running the proper routes. They are not a well-oiled machine on offense right now. How would Jerry Jones know? I mean, does he get, like, uh, information from the coach? I mean, I know I've seen pictures that Jerry Jones obviously goes into the club, the locker room after every game, which if I'm a player, like, get out. If I'm a coach, leave me alone. I'm coaching my team. I don't go into your office during the business day. You stay out of my office now. And Jerry Jones is always in there snooping around. Well, it, it's it's an opinion. It doesn't mean it's a fact. It doesn't mean he knows. And I think, look, I think that it's gotten a lot of reaction, as what Jerry Jones says typically does. Is there a little bit of truth to it? 
Are there a couple of instances where a receiver breaks his route off too early or too late? Or Yeah, I think there are some. But we just, it's Jerry Jones, so it gets blown out of proportion. And he's trying to cover for Dak, and it's just not going to land well. But is there a little bit of truth to it here and there? Like, Yeah, yeah, but not every pattern. Anybody who's watched football for 10 seconds knows that's not the case. Like, it's not all on the receivers. It's partly on Dak as well. You're exactly right. And the good news about the NFL schedule, which has changed over the last several years, is now they have these meaningful games down the stretch where the players of these teams cannot rest players if, in fact, they clinch. What do I mean by that? On the 26th of December, the day after Christmas, these two teams meet again at Dallas. So so it's meaningful today. And a Washington win today could, could go a long way. You know, give them a seven and six record. Cowboys fall to eight and five. Who knows what could happen? Yeah, it's uh, it's a big game, obviously, for Washington. It's not to say it's a nothing game for Dallas because I mean Dallas, you win this game even though it's been rocky this week leading up. It wasn't the greatest performance against the Saints where Taysom Hill throws four interceptions and you don't win that game convincingly. Not a lot of offense from Dallas in that game. But if you win today, that's a divisional win and you improve to 9 and 4 on the season, and all of a sudden, you're looking to move up in the seeding pecking order right. in the NFC based on what happens around you. So, I, And it's one of those where it seems like Washington heads into this game with a little more juice. They've won four straight. It's not like ownership is talking <laughs> talking about Washington receivers breaking their routes off too early. Or, you know what I mean? Like, right. it, it just seems like they're hitting on uh, – there's more chemistry going on right now. They're on a, a better heater. Yeah, more momentum. But uh, all Dallas has to do is win this game, and all of a sudden you adjust your eyes and look at the standings, and it would be Cowboys at nine and four, and Washington at six and seven. Dallas would have a stranglehold of the of the division and look even better in the NFC if that's the case. But the question for Brian O for Noah's picks: Do you take Washington plus five? I would. Um, yeah, I would. I hope that's dead wrong because Ephraim Salam picked Washington plus five yesterday. We make three NFL picks against the spread each week. We have a thousand American dollars on the line and really? one candy bar. Yeah, throughout the entire season. So he picked Washington. So I'm hoping that's wrong. But yeah, if you made me pick one or the other, I would take the five. All right, there you go. Now, the Jags are playing at the Titans last week. The Jags lost their fourth straight. They got slaughtered by the Rams, 37-7. Titans had a bye. The bad news for the Jags, they were swept by NFC opponents for the third straight year, which is unbelievable, really. The good news, Jacksonville is 2-5 and five against the AFC this year. That's pretty good for them, really. The Titans, the Titans <laughs> wow. do have a top-10 run defense. Look, the Titans are going to roll today. They really will. They're just a better football team. I don't know if they roll. I just, I well, I mean, win. they don't have Derrick Henry back yet. They have not rolled for a couple of weeks. Right. They got beaten by Houston, you know? Like, I, I don't know that they roll today, Andy. But they win. When I say roll, a, a win. You know, rolling to me, yeah, I guess rolling would, would assume like you're winning by three touchdowns. No, they're not doing that. Yeah, I how many do you think they win by? How many points I, I are we think talking today, about? I think they win by four. I, I think it'll be a little four. Yeah, with, without Derrick Henry, without that run game, it's rough. Now, look, do you take the Jags with nine? I would. I would take the Jags with nine today. Yeah, well, I'm, 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 uh, the adjective usage here, like roll, they're going to roll by four points today against no, Jacksonville. No, see, the, the term roll, really, <laughs> you're right. Rolling means like you're winning by, by double digits or two touchdowns or more, and they're not going to roll. I think they win. I think okay. they win, but yeah. they don't win by much. 
Well, hey, look at uh, Jacksonville's offense. Not too impressive. If you look at, goodness, Andy, look at the last six weeks. Here's what Jacksonville has done scoring-wise. Seven points, nine points, 17, 10, 14, and then seven. They've scored single digits three out of the last six weeks. That is freaking brutal. But as we've said before, without Derrick Henry, they don't have the same running game. They don't have the same play-action passing game. Uh, You look for Tennessee to get back on track after a bye, but they got handled pretty good the last two games against Houston, and they got smacked around something fierce against the Patriots. So curious how they rebound today. That was like 36-13. And the question I have, I mean, this Eric Henry thing, when it happened, it's like, oh, my goodness, he's finished for the year. Now he's coming back. What happened? What happened? Well, we thought that, that the I whole missed? time. Like, that was the story at the be- at, when he had the foot surgery. It was This wasn't season-ending, that he could come back. So I don't know what happened during that time where we didn't see Derrick Henry for a few weeks and – I don't know. A lot of people assumed he was done for the season. I heard that quite a bit. And it's like, that was never a thing from the beginning that he was done for good. Well, that's good. I mean, I, I want to see him come back. I, I, I enjoy watching him play. We'll see you know, if he's lost anything when he does come back. When would that be in about two weeks, they think? Well, that's what Brian Fenley said. Maybe around week 18, you get him okay. back at the very end and then gear him Playoffs. up for the, the playoff run. So there we all go. know how much he means to that offense and that well, you team. you can see. You can yeah. see it. No doubt about that. All right. He's, Brian Brian Fenley said that. And you said that? I'm going to write that down. I'll put that in my file here. <laughs> okay. This is Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And by the way, believe it or not, this season could be salvaged. That's next. But first, to our main man. I'm only playing with him. But I love him to death. Brian Fenley with the latest. I got a stump. Jeez. Andy and Brian, it is great to hear from you on, on this Sunday morning. And as you mentioned, yeah, we've got a lot of NFL news coming out here as the games get started here pretty soon. In a couple hours, the Titans running back, Derrick Henry, as you were mentioning, according to NFL Network, yeah, he broke his foot, but he is coming along really fast with his recovery and could be back as soon as week 18 or the it's playoffs. It's incredible considering that this has only been about a month since he's been out. Also, guys, according to ESPN 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel, the groin injury is not going to hinder him from playing against Andy Furman's Bengals. Speaking uh. of those Bengals, yeah, running back Joe Mixon dealing with an illness and wide receiver T. Higgins has an ankle problem. Both are going to play, Andy, so that's good news for you as, of course, they take on those Niners. Cowboys running back Tony Pollard did not partake in practice all week with that foot injury. Not exactly ruled out yet. They're going to wait until right before kickoff to make that decision as the Cowboys take on Washington. And speaking of Washington, they're running back J.D. McKissick out with that concussion. Curtis Samuel, the wide receiver, a groin issue is not going to stop him from playing. And the other note is Giants wide receivers in Kenny Galladay and Sterling Shepard, both dealing with injuries, are going to play against the Chargers. Bryce Young wins the Heisman, and he does it as the first Alabama quarterback to ever achieve that distinction. A couple notes from the NBA. The 76ers, they suplexed the Warriors 102-93. to <laughs> Steph Curry had 18 points. He shot 3 of 14 from long range, so he bricked 11 shots from downtown. Wow. Yeah, how about that? It's, it's like Andy Furman from his high school days. And with that Curry... 
needs six more threes to tie Ray Allen for most threes all time. Also, the Grizzlies are winners against the Rockets 113-106. to Dylan Brooks scored 25 points. And then quickly, when it comes to college basketball, win for number nine, Alabama, over 14th ranked Houston, 83-82. to J.D. Davidson had that putback dunk with 33 seconds left. And then... The Tide made that final defensive stop. Number four UCLA, guys. I, I got to make sure I get this in. Yeah, yeah, they won. They went to Marquette, and they took care of business, 67-56 to 56 against the Golden Eagles. Jaime Jaquez Jr. had a season-high 24 points. And then I would expect this to create a little tension between you two. Andy, your number 10 Kentucky, they fell to Brian they Nose it. Notre they Dame. They blew that game, yeah, too. They yeah. blew it, it, it totally. And Andy Furman special, 66-62. to 62. Too. And then on top of that, Andy, your Cincinnati Bearcats lost by 20 points to Xavier, 83-63. to 63. So as I send it back to Brian No and you, Andy Furman, I just want to check on you, and like a wellness check. Are you doing okay right now? I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything is good. Xavier's a better team. Xavier could be a, an elite eight team, a tremendous basketball team. They beat him off the boards. But I tell you, that Kentucky-Notre Dame game, my hat's <laughs> off to Brian No. But uh, I think it was the first time Notre Dame had beaten Absolutely, a top ten opponent sir. since 2017. I want a mature guy. That's long. That's a long time. Yeah. 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 And I had a losing record going to the game. They were three and four going in. Kentucky was ranked 10th. They just didn't look good. You know what? I I just believe that if Kentucky continues on this path, the heat's going to get a little warmer for John Calipari. That's the way they are in Kentucky. I'm telling you. They're they're, they're probably going there crazy today. By the way, Brian uh, Brian Fenley mentioned uh, this uh, 49er game today in Cincinnati against the Bengals, a late start this afternoon. I want to tell you a funny story for a second. I wrote an op-ed piece for the Cincinnati Enquirer a couple of months ago. There's an exit on one of the highways in Cincinnati, and it's Montana Avenue. And I said that that should be removed because Joe Montana <laughs> beat the Cincinnati Bengals twice in Super Bowl activity. And I don't know why. There wasn't a lot of pushback. I even sent it to the mayor. I sent it to everybody in town. It was no big whoop. I guess they realized, realized I wrote it and it was the tongue-in-cheek, and it was. But it's exit 17 on uh, I-74 going west towards Indianapolis, Montana Avenue. I say, remove it. Why would you honor Joe Montana in our area? So that's a little fun over there. But it's not because of him, of right? It's not. just a, uh, yeah. So. Just Montana Avenue. But still, it elicits thought process of losing Super Bowls. Do you have so like Rice Lane or anything like that? You have I'm, looking, like, I'm looking for some more. I really you have John am. Taylor Expressway, anything along <laughs> no. those lines you want no, removed we as well? No, I'm, okay. I'm looking though. I'm looking for some more names. I drive around every day doing that. That's what I do during the day, and it's interesting. I know we got Bronx Talk Radio coming up in about five six minutes from now. But Seahawks at the Texans. Texans getting eight and a half. Seahawks beat those 49ers last week. Texans lost again. They were shut out in Indianapolis, and the schedule sets up that Seattle could very well finish nine and eight. Think about that. I mean, when you think about where they were, and everybody's down on Seattle. They, they forget, don't they, that Russell Wilson was out and he was hurt. I mean, they're just really banging on Seattle. But, you know, without Russell Wilson, they, they, come on, it's like a guy with one leg. Andy, uh, Seattle's been trashed this year. And Russell Wilson came back against Washington, and they I scored know. 15 points. <laughs> and it looked terrible in that game. Um, so it's not just because Russ has been out. They didn't have a good record with Russ in there, right? Right, They lost two out of their first three games. Correct. So this was was just a surprising season. And uh, certainly it wasn't uh, 
good for the franchise with Geno Smith being in there. It was rough. Absolutely it was. But Russ has been back for a little bit, and they are not crushing it just yet. Now, you look at their final five games. I don't know what you're looking at, but at the Rams next week, I'm not expecting that to be a win for Seattle. And uh, the remaining games here, Texas today, that's favorable. That's a win. Bears, Bears, Bears Lions. Lions. At the Cardinals, who knows what the seeding situation is. Maybe I see Rams and Cardinals could be a split. Yeah, the Cardinals might rest their guys in Week 18. It just depends on what the scenario is. If they have home field locked up or their seeding is solidified, they might rest their guys. But no, I don't see Seattle running the table and getting to 9-8. and eight. I don't see that with the Rams game next week. No, you make a great point. I mean, they were not that good even when Russell was playing, but I think that the drop-off from Russell to Geno Smith really hurt, plus some injuries, and they're not that good of a football team. But I, one surprise, to me at least, with Seattle this year, they were able to sweep San Francisco twice. That, to me, was unbelievable when you think about it, because I think San Francisco still is on the outside looking in. they got a shot. They're not that bad of a team, the 49ers. Well, no, they're not bad. They're just completely average. They're totally yeah. mediocre. And uh, and you even lost to Colt McCoy. Like, that's what's so impressive to me is I, it's strange where there are a lot of people that are skeptical of the Arizona Cardinals. And Arizona won two of three games when Colt McCoy started. That, that's pretty amazing. Where Look at the Packers. The Packers have been impressive. They've had a lot of dudes injured, and they still have a fantastic record. But you look at Arizona, they had three games without Kyler Murray, and they won two of three. Right. That's that's pretty good. They beat the the 49ers. They smacked them around, and then they beat the, the Seahawks also. That, that's, that shows a lot about the overall quality of the Arizona team if you're still winning two oh, of three right. games without your starting quarterback. Look at the Packers without Aaron Rodgers. They were brutal with Jordan right. Love. You, you got Arizona winning two out of three. Like that, That's pretty impressive to me. It really is. I tell you, the backbreaker, I think, for Seattle this year, not only when Russell went down, you lose to the Pittsburgh Steelers, and that's a bad football team. I mean, I know everybody in Cincinnati is jumping up for joy that they beat the Steelers twice. They're not good. They're not a good football team, period, end of story. Uh, yeah, and I'm just looking at with, uh, with Russ coming back, you know, uh, <laughs> he started against Colt McCoy. <laughs> that was that was the first game back. And uh, well actually they, he was back against the Packers and they were shut out. And then they turn around and lose to Colt McCoy and the Cardinals. So, no, the 4 and 8 season for the Seahawks is not just it's not like Russell Wilson missed 8 games. Right. He missed a couple of games. And and granted they went 1 and 2. Uh, they went uh yeah, they went 1 and 2 the the starts that that Geno Smith had, but one and two, uh, you could push it to one and three, the game that he got hurt in against the Rams. They might have lost that game anyway, but even if you're generous, one and three, one and three doesn't fully explain why they're four and eight right now. You know what I mean? Now now you're pushing me off the cliff here because I'm thinking, wow, the Texans are getting eight and a half. Maybe I'll take the eight and a half. I don't know now. I really don't. And you look at this Texans offense. I know they have no running game. The Texans have not had a 300-yard total offense since week eight. Since we 300 yards of total offense. Yeah. I mean, that's bad. Real bad. Yeah, very bad. Uh, it's, it's a rough game with the point spread, right? Seattle Stay at 4-8, and eight, favored by more than a touchdown. But then when you start thinking, ah, we'll take the points. It's like Houston can't stop the run to save their lives. Uh, and Davis Mills is starting. Like, uh, 
I had yeah. screaming stay away from me. I don't know right. about this you. This will not be in uh, nose picks. I stay away from this one. Yep. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. But sometimes the loudest does win. It's Bronx Talk Radio and it's freaking next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Bronx Talk Radio right around the corner. It's about 13 minutes before the top of the hour. And this is Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. He's Brian O. I'm Andy Furman. You know what? We're both going to the Bronx. Guys, guys, guys. it's time to channel your inner New Yorker. We want to hear all the irrationalities you can spew on the hottest topics of the day. Here's something we like to call Get here. Talk Radio. Hosted by the great Chris P. Listen, guys, we're going to have the ticket tape parade and everything. Let's go. Really? For what? Yes. New York City FC MLS Cup. PKs, baby. I saw the coach. PKs. Like, stripped down to Completely his skivvies over there. Yeah. He had a water bottle thrown at them from the Portland people and everything. I don't even know what they... They apparently play in Yankee Stadium. 
Imagine that. You play in soccer in Yankee Stadium. Let me tell you, the penalty kick to win like that, that's like flipping a coin to win a game. Oh, that's stop. Ridiculous. Stop. It what do you want, you what do you want them to do? What do you I want love the do? PKs. You can't play forever. You can't. And it, it's not, not surprising that those low-life Portland fans would pull something like that over there. Listen to you. You're still after them Portland people. Just tell yeah, them. Let you. it go. Let it go. Will you please? Talk to believe. They hosted the game, listen. and they were, they, were the, they were the visiting team, and they hosted the game. If, if you are an ultra in soccer, and you are not throwing deadly objects at player, at players and insulting their nationality, you're not doing anything right. I, I'm just curious. <laughs> what does that mean, though? The visiting team hosts the game. What do you mean by that over there? The game was in Portland. Portland played. They should be the home team, but they didn't. They were the visitors. They're the, they are the home team. What are they you are talking home about? Team. Just because they wear different kits or whatever they call them over there, not jerseys. But they kits. were considered the quote visiting team. Oh, who cares? For They're the, at the, home. The, like, don't let soccer throw yeah, you don't, off. Don't, don't, at don't home. let this throw you off. Yeah. It does. It's complicated to me. It's oh, a little it is complicated. It's not complicated at all. You kick a ball around on a field. Not the game of soccer. The visiting and home well, look, thing. I got to check with you They do the thing. Right? I, I don't know. You're thrown off on this. They put the uh, the home team first, like on the score right there. They do right, it backwards. Right. I don't know why they do that. That's just what they do. It's how okay. they do. It's how they just, it's, it's different over there. It's like the metric right. system, yeah. you know? You know, this MLS season is like never ending because what do we well, now? Well, it just ended. I know, but it starts again in a month. It's <laughs> unbelievable, right? Well, it doesn't. It starts at the end of February. No, it doesn't. At the early March? When? Tell me. It, it's, it starts like, I don't know, around like April so or something. Th- I don't no, care. no, a lot earlier than that. Oh, jeez. Well, I, I don't pay attention. Okay. It's Who not cares? good soccer. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to freaking Oklahoma. Now, the Oklahoma people, they haven't exactly dealt with someone leaving Oklahoma University for a better job, which is what USC is. I'm sorry to say it, Bo. But it's what it is. So an Oklahoma senator proposed honoring former University of Oklahoma football coach Lincoln Riley. This is some really salty behavior over here. Look at listen to this guy. Senator Bill Coleman suggesting naming the last three inches of State Highway 325 to Lincoln Riley Highway. That's I love it. That's beautiful right there. I mean, he's got some the tiniest section of the highway out of the state. (laughs) That's hilarious to me. Yeah, you want to leave us? We named three inches, three inches of a highway. Oh no, I'm sure. I'm sure Lincoln Riley's quaking in his freaking boots over there. Oh, he doesn't care at all. But it's fun for the community. It's a fun thing over there. I like it. This is all about crap. This I is don't not care. What you would do in the Bronx? I'm with you. You would burn re- this man in effigy and scream profanities at him at Times Square. Take care of your business. Feed the people that are hungry. They're over there in Oklahoma. Take care of the jobless. Don't worry about three inches of highway. There, actually, I think you can do both those things. I, you can. Yeah. You actually absolutely can do both over there. It's not I preventing can, you I from feeding eat- the hungry. I can eat a bacon, egg, and cheese and yell at you at the same time, Andy. Just because I'm throwing pieces of scrambled egg in your face does not mean I can only do one thing or another. I think that's what you're doing right now. The one thing you can't do is name a highway after me for three inches. That's what you can't do. No, I. Why would I do that? And I, I'm going to refer, ref, try to not use the word free inches" around here anymore. All right. Anyway, Thank you. You're embarrassing me. Uh, By the hey, way, I will say this: He got three inches of his name on the highway, Lincoln Riley did. But they still got that Montana Avenue in Cincinnati. Oh, stop How, it! How's that? Get rid of that. Stop it! Go jump in a river with your your Montana Highway over there. Whatever. I don't even know called. what that even means. Anyway, <laughs> uh, UFC. Do you guys see this? Yeah, we Amanda saw Pena's first She's time got spunk. beat in Nunes ten years. Goes down. Goes down. Bam. That's and, it. That's all I've got. 
It was impressive. It was an impressive fight. Hey, Nunez had 12. She had a 12-win streak going on over there. She's uh, like Superwoman, uh, and uh, she got beat down. But the real question she's not is Superwoman this. no more. Here's nope. the real question. Would you, if you had the opportunity to date either one of these women, I would be afraid, to that be honest is, with that you. That is sexist. That's the question. I'm not doing it's not that sexist. Yeah. That's a real question. We you are not doing that over here. We're going to go on instead to a funny story then, since oh, you've just made this awkward. Awkward. <laughs> so You can't handle it. I, I can't. You're absolutely right. I cannot handle it. I like having my job. Anyway, this guy doesn't like his job. I Michael just asked another one of a woman that could beat the living daylights out of me. Wow, okay. Michael but just Steinhardt. because she can't doesn't mean she will. You know what that's I mean? True, Welcome to true. dating. Like, <laughs> you think women shouldn't date us? You know? Like, like right. What is that? What are you doing? Right. You okay, finished? Move on. Finished. Finished. Move on. Michael Steinhardt was a billionaire hedge fund pioneer, one of the most prolific antiquities collectors, but apparently he was collecting relics beyond... Through illegal means, kind of like the Hobby Lobby thing. He's stealing stuff over here. He's like an Indiana Jones villain. So he has been barred. He has surrendered 180 stolen objects valued at 70 million. And uh, the court, these are the words of the court, he has been barred from life from acquiring any other relics. He's a crook. Relics. He's a crook. Let's go with that. Relics. This man was out here trying to acquire magic potions. I want to see this guy's picture next to kleptomaniac. That is unbelievable right there. You see this picture? This guy looks like he's a kleptomaniac for something. I'd like to know how he got caught. For bacon, egg, and cheese. (laughs) Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. We'll tell you why they win in just about a minute. Yes, this is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman, and away we go. And now my pleasure to introduce my partner and friend, and obviously the brains of the outfit if you listen to the show for any amount of time, my one and only buddy, Mr. Brian No. How you doing? I'm the one and only? You don't have more buddies? I have no friends. Come on. I can you got to have friend. more than that. Come on. You're I, a I'm going to say person. this, but it'll date me. I say I can fit all my friends in a telephone booth, but no one knows what a telephone <laughs> booth is anymore. Really? <laughs> when was the last time you saw a telephone booth? Think about that. Really? Uh, it's been a little while. I saw there a payphone uh, a little while ago, and I was like, wow, that is a blast from the past right now. There you go. You know? I used to make yeah. a habit of like sticking my finger in there, see if there any loose change. That was like one of my deals. No more. <laughs> By the way, I got to ask you because you're like the world traveler. Where have you been of late? Some geography lessons from my buddy Brian. No. Well, I've I was trying. Well, I went to uh, the Ravens game, which was a dog game. Right, we get the rematch today between the Browns and the Ravens. But it was right. fun to be there uh, uh, two weeks ago in Baltimore. So you get tickets the day of the game when you just walk right up. Uh, no, like a, a couple of days before, you know, I'll just okay. go online and buy them like that. It's, it's so easy these days, right? Back in the day, gosh, it was, I never went to go see the Michael Jordan Bulls and Chicago's not that far from my hometown in South Bend, Right. but it was just so different. We didn't have StubHub and Ticketmaster and all this stuff. You had to know a guy who knew a guy who knew some other right. guy to get tickets. It's just completely different. But yeah, I'll get them a couple of days before the game. Last game I saw was the Browns-Ravens Sunday night game two weeks ago. It was a dog game, but it was a lot of fun to be there. I tried to get to the Bills-Tampa game today, uh, but it just didn't work out. I was going to try to catch a flight right after this show, but I couldn't get there in time and this whole thing, so it didn't quite work out. Um, but I'm going to go to Phoenix tomorrow. Well, kind of like a wow. Vegas Phoenix thing. It's just for a couple of days and I'll be back. Well, a world traveler. So, so let, let me ask you this, the highlights uh, across America. I mean, traveling, you write a book. I mean, traveling with Brian. No, uh, uh-huh. some of the top restaurants you've been to, or one of the highlights of various cities. And could you, off the top of your head, could you throw something at me here in case one day I decide to hip hop and go? Well, it's all about ball for me. You know me, I, I'm not like, going to like what are fun things to do in Baltimore it's I'm just going to the game and then I'm out of there it's pretty much it so I can't tell you about restaurants and oh go see this tourist attraction it's all about ball all about ball for me so outside of that I don't have a whole lot of information for people claim like the harb is the great place to go in Baltimore you know if you like seafood yeah I love seafood yeah I just it was a quick uh, quick trip in in and and out out. like a business trip yeah there you go okay yeah, and speaking of business, on. speaking of business, this is week 14, believe it or not, in the National Football League. And the Raiders, the Raiders are playing at the Kansas City Chiefs. Raiders lost last week to Washington. The Chiefs, fifth straight win, although they had a bye. They won 22-9. But Coach Andy Reid, believe it or not, this is a Brian No little note. 
Coach Andy Reid is now 20-3 and three following bye weeks. And as far as the Raiders are concerned, their passing game seems to be all Hunter Renfro. 17 catches for 236 over the last two games. So we'll see what happens because uh, I got to believe this, Ra- this Raiders team is hard to hard to judge. I know they had some off-field problems with the coaching situation with Gruden and kind of shook them up a little bit. But they're getting 10 today against the Chiefs. You know, I, I don't think it's enough. I just don't think mm-hmm. the 10 points is enough with this Chiefs team. Yeah, you might be right based on how KC has played defense. Right. Uh, they've really turned it around. That's one of the biggest surprises. And uh, I keep on doubting them. You know, I was saying heading into the last game against Denver, well, they they smacked around Green Bay, but that was without Aaron Rodgers. And they smacked around Dallas. They held them to nine points, but Dallas didn't have Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb didn't play the whole game. That matters. But again, they just give up nine points against Denver. It's not like Teddy Bridgewater is one of the upper echelon quarterbacks. But the point is, we can still doubt them, doubt them, doubt them. But they're holding opponents to very low point totals. And today, without Darren Waller for the Raiders, that's a big loss, losing their stud tight end. So I, I just I don't know how many points the Raiders are going to be able to score today against a much improved Chiefs, Chiefs defense. Well, the over and under is 49 and a half, and I'm taking the over on this one. I'm taking the over big time. I could see Kansas City putting up 45 50. Why? Really well, based on their the way their offense has struggled? I just think that against the Raiders today, it's going to happen. I really do. Well, they scored 41 against the Chiefs, uh, against the Raiders the last meeting. Right, right. Uh, so they've. Scored a, they put a 40 burger on the it was, Raiders. It was a 41 14. They, they destroyed yeah. them. So they're capable, but man, you look, Andy, like that's the outlier over their last six games. Like, look at the point totals of the Chiefs 3 20, 13, then that 41 point performance. Right. 19 22. This offense is just, how crazy is that, Andy? Did you think heading into week 14? We'd be saying, well, hey, as long as the Chiefs can get their offense together, they're going to be tough. Like I would think we'd be talking about the defense still, but it's the offense right. that's been sputtering. And, and it's funny because you mentioned this, and I always write down in my little notebook, you know, things that Brian No says because they they're meaningful, and then and they come back to to really reflect what you say is true. And it's the fact that people expect so much from the Kansas City Chiefs. If they waver a little bit, it's like, oh, oh, time to panic. And you, Because the expectations of that team, you look at the team right now, they're 8-4, and four, they're in a great spot. They really are. But there are people right there, you know, ready to jump off a bridge because they expect so much more from this football team. Sure, yeah. It's a lot like Alabama in college yeah. football, right? Where... Uh... You know, we have huge high expectations for Alabama. And look, they lost to Texas A&M. They didn't look great against LSU. They should have lost to Auburn. And heading into the SEC championship game, this blows my mind, 94% of the money was on Georgia to cover the six and a half, to cover the spread, 94%. And Alabama smacked them around. So the point is, I think we were lower on Bama just because the expectations are so high. And yeah, something can be said for the Chiefs along that same line. And Now, listen, Andy, I think that the criticism was valid when they were going through their rough streak, when they're losing, what, four of six games. And, man, they only scored three points against the Titans. They got shellacked right. by the and Bills. And Mahomes has 12 INTs. I mean, there's, there's a reason there. You're yeah, right. yeah, there are reasons, especially during that time, losing four of six to be like, what's up with the Chiefs? 
But if you take a step back and look collectively over the course of the season, they're they're eight and four. They've righted the ship. Their defense looks good. And they're going to be a tough outcome playoff time. That's just obvious. And I love Andy Reid. And I'll tell you what, I don't like when people get like abused. And he was abused in Philadelphia. They basically ran him out of town, threw him out there. Isn't it great that Kansas City picked him up? And look what he's done. I mean, and no one says anything about that in Philadelphia right now. I just think it's wonderful. This, a, a great story. You know, what, what he's done, what he's accomplished. Him going to Kansas City basically cemented a spot for him in Canton, Ohio. That's what it did. Well, I mean, yeah, I He's probably going to get there anyway, but absolutely, I see what you're saying. With uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't hanging by a, a, a thread right there, but winning a Super Bowl that was elusive for him, and it was a perception changer. You look at right. his entire career a lot differently because before that time, you're looking at just one Super Bowl appearance at Philly, and a lot of you know lost NFC Championship games. So, yeah, going to Kansas City, getting to two Super Bowls, winning one, it was huge for his overall uh, legacy right. if you want to apply it to a coach. Sure. You're exactly right. Now, one coach has never done this until now. And I'm talking about the Saints playing the Jets today, and the Jets are getting five and a half. Last week, the Saints lost to Dallas 27-17, and the Jets lost to the Eagles, believe it or not, 33-18. Coach Sean Payton of the New Orleans Saints has never lost five straight in New Orleans since his arrival in 2006. Until now, which is an amazing stat right now, which tells you how important the quarterback position is. Obviously, Alvin Kamara hasn't been playing, but the quarterback Mm -hmm. position really has gone downhill in New Orleans. Well, yeah, big time. Taysom Hill threw four picks last Thursday against the the, uh, Cowboys there. So not exactly lighting it up. I, I just think, Andy, there's a little bit of a parallel between the Saints and the Steelers where I get yeah. it. Fans want to see improvement. And you start thinking, ah, Drew Brees, he's cooked. Like, let's just move on and look at the Saints this year. They are a disaster. And if you look at the Steelers, it's the same thing. A lot of people are like, well, let's improve. That makes sense. But you could greatly take a step back if you're not landing Aaron Rodgers. And I know Big Ben is not exactly prolific, but how about this stat? Big Ben is point three behind Patrick Mahomes in passer rating. Patrick Mahomes is at, what, 94.4? And Big Ben is at 94.1, right? Like, I'm not telling you Big Ben is just carving up defenses. I'm sorry, 92.4 and 92.1. It's a little bit different, but it's still .3 off. Right. And, and I get it. Like, Big Ben is not vintage Big Ben. But I think that's the wrong way to look at it. You have to look at Big Ben versus the rest of the quarterbacks in the NFL. And he's slightly below average, but the point is, you could pull a Saints. You could then hand the keys over to someone who's way worse. So I I would just keep that in mind when you're just rooting and pulling for the the established veteran to, oh, just get him out here because he's not what he once was. You could be doing a lot worse. Geno Smith in that deal, too. Well, sure. Yeah, I mean. It, it, it's slim pickings a lot of times when you're looking at the replacement quarterback. And I'm not sitting here, Andy, saying, oh, Big Ben's got to play till he's 50 because you might regress. I'm just saying it's not an automatic that you improve. And right. even though Big Ben is not peak Big Ben at this stage and Drew Brees last year was not peak Drew Brees, uh, just look at the Saints right now. You can take a noticeable uh, step backward. I tell you what, New Orleans, is, uh, it's, it's a tough year for Sean Payton. It really is. And uh, I just, 
You know, th- those fans, you talk about expectations. They, they don't expect a situation like this in New Orleans. They expect winning teams, and it doesn't happen all the time. I mean, move to Cincinnati and you'll learn that. Move to Cincinnati and you'll find out what it's like not to have a winner. Believe well, me. Just look at this year, Andy. Like The last thing I'll say along the same lines is you go from Jameis Winston to Trevor Simeon. Oh. Now to Taysom Hill. It's like, holy cow. It, it just makes all of those statements of, ah, Breeze is cooked. Get him out of here. <laughs> like, just, you reevaluate that stance based on how it's turned out this season for the Saints. Yeah, but I, I don't think that there was – were they saying that last year that Breeze Oh, was my gosh, yes, I, I, all I the time. Like, I didn't feel like there was that much heat on him last year because oh, there was some success it, yeah. with oh, that team. Andy, wow. yeah, plenty. Because there was plenty. some talk that he was going to not retire, remember? That he was gonna That's come all back. it was, was uh, Breeze can't push the ball downfield. He doesn't have the arm strength anymore. It was all about what he couldn't do anymore right. instead of what he still brought to the table. That's the way it goes. It's just not the smart way to look at it. It's the same thing. I'm not expecting Breeze to play until he's 50, but if Breeze played one more year, guaranteed it'd be way better than what the Saints no have been dealing with behind center this season. You're certainly correct. You're right. About but that. Alvin but Kamara, you said it. Him coming back. back, it's a big deal. They still have a couple of dudes out because of COVID. It's something to keep your eye on as we inch closer to playoff time, Andy. How big of an impact does COVID make? Because you're certainly seeing it in week 14. No you Mark Ingram for the too. Saints. Yeah. All over the oh, place. Yeah. Look at the NBA. They're, look at the Bulls. That's I'm glad crazy. you brought that up because I, I read somewhere that the NBA is 97% vaccinated. Right. I mean, I mean, DeMar DeRozan's gone two weeks. The Bulls are like hit left and right. Coaches are hit left and right there. And, and LeBron James, they won't say he had COVID. They said it was a health deal and he was back in three days. What was the deal? Well, uh, that, was, that, was, that was a false positive for LeBron. Um, but right. It, 97% of the league is vaccinated, 97, 98, somewhere around there, but right. nearly full. And look, we all know you can still contract it, and it's hit the NBA pretty hard. I know. So I'm just curious what happens NFL playoff-wise. What are we looking at? And think about this year, Andy, where some of the big names, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Amari Cooper with the Cowboys. Right. I mean, you look at the list of the dudes that are out or on the COVID list. It's extensive. Look at the Lions. They're thinking <laughs> they kicked around maybe postponing the game until Monday night based on the Lions and some of uh, the the players that could be out. They've been hit hard as well. So uh, it's something to keep in mind as we inch closer to the playoffs. We certainly will. By the way, if you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover! Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Now, we have at the no-show. You could tweet us there. We have at Andy Furman FSR. You can tweet us there or 877-99 on Fox is our phone number. That translates to 877-996-6369. We'll have bottom barrel betting in this hour. And Brian O has those picks in our number three, a bright spot in a dark season. That's next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. When did this coach become a gambler? That's right around the corner. Right now it's 22 minutes past the hour. Hey, it's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. We are Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And B, we've got to have a little closure on this one. We talked about that Saints game, Saints at the Jets, and the Jets are getting five and a half. What do you do? Do you take the Jets with five and a half? I don't think so. It's a tough one. I know. I, 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 how can you have faith in either team? I stay <laughs> you know, away like- from this one. Stay away. It's tough. Getting Alvin Kamara back is a big deal for the Saints. We all know what he brings to the table. But, uh, but the, the quarterbacking situation is weak. It's yeah. Really, it's it's bad. But what do you expect yeah. from Zach Wilson against that Saints defense? Yeah, it's going to be an just, ugly game. That's a tough one for me. I stay away from it. This you? is a Mike North game where you close the curtains. If your game is near backyard, you don't want to look out your back curtains. You just close it. You just don't want to look at it. All right, so we move on. That's not going to be in those picks, I'm sure. Falcons at the Panthers today. Falcons are getting three. Last week, the Falcons lost. What else is new? They lost to Tampa Bay. <laughs> Panthers lost at your Miami Dolphins. They got smoked 33-10. And the last time quarterback Cam Newton won a start for Carolina, I'll tell you, November the 4th in 2018. How do you like that? But they have a new play caller now by the name of Jeff Nixon. We'll see what happens now with Cam under center there in Carolina. So we'll see. I don't know. Well, first off, fun fact, November 4th is my birthday, Andy Furman. Happy birthday. So, well, thank you. It's December 12th, but I appreciate that. I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You mentioned Joe Brady getting fired as the OC of the Carolina Panthers. And that's pretty interesting to me. Apparently, the story is 
Matt Rule wanted Joe Brady to run the ball more because it's been a pick fest, right? With Sam right. Darnold's been throwing the ball when he was healthy, throwing the ball to the other team. So Matt Rule wanted more of a commitment to the running game. Mm-hmm. And Joe Brady's like, that's cool, but have you seen our offensive line? It's not the greatest. And so that seems to be where things went off track. There was a disconnect right there because it wasn't that long ago, Joe Brady was the big name, right? Came from LSU, all that success with Joe right. Burrow over there, goes to Carolina. They had a, a lot of success. They made great improvements with Teddy Bridgewater as the quarterback. Like, and now all of a sudden, Joe Brady's out of a, a job. It's, they should bring up the Cincinnati Joe Brady. Yeah, a lot of teams. He wants to. That's the word is he wants to stay in the NFL. So uh, there will be a lot of teams clamoring for his services. But for today, when you make that change with an OC and a play caller and all of that on the fly, when you don't have Christian McCaffrey, when you have a very mediocre offensive line, uh, that, that that's a lot to ask. And Cam Newton, he's just trying to still get up to speed. This is a completely different regime compared to the last time he was in Carolina. And I have to think that maybe Matt Rule's on the hot seat as well. Well, yeah, we know how it goes in the NFL. You start yeah. stacking losses, they they look for the uh, that that that's more than enough reason to move on. I think he'll be back for one more year at least. Um, but there are no guarantees in the NFL. We all know that. Okay, in week number eight, Car- <clears throat> excuse me, Carolina did beat the Falcons 19-13 with only 203 rushing yards. So uh, they want to rush the football, so we'll see what happens. And, uh, you know, like you say, they want to run the football. They almost have to run the football, but they pass the game, pass the football because they're always playing from behind. That's why they're passing. And I just do don't a- get how Carolina – smacked around Arizona. I know Arizona had Colt McCoy uh, starting that game, but Carolina, uh, Arizona, they won two of three games that Colt McCoy started. Right, the one game they lost, they lost to Carolina 34 to 10. Yeah. And yet you've looked at, you look at what Carolina has done around that. Andy, they have been getting shellacked and they've lost what? Seven of nine. And uh, somehow, I don't know how, they snuck up on Arizona. Yeah, and they not beat just Arizona. Beat them. They beat them down by 24. It's crazy. And the, Gi- the Giants beat them 25-3. That, that was a right. shocker. It's crazy. Yeah. You don't know week to week. Crazy. It really is. By the way, Ravens are at the Browns. You went to the last Ravens-Browns game. Ravens are getting three. Last week, the Ravens lose at Pittsburgh because of the gambling aspect. He went for two, right? Harbaugh said he went for two points and the win at Pittsburgh because of the depleted corners that he has. And the Ravens basically beat Cleveland 16-10 in Week 12. So we'll see what happens right now. I was shocked. I, lo- I love that. Go for broke John Harbaugh. Went for the two. Went for the win rather than for the tie last week. But uh, I hated you know. it. I-, I hated it at the time. It's just like... When, when you say, well, we were banged up at corner, I understand that. Marlon Humphrey yeah. went down. He's done for the season. That's a big right. loss for Baltimore. But, like, they're playing today, right, without their starting cornerbacks? Like, why? why? I, it leaves you no margin for error. And uh, it was open. Mark Andrews was open. A better yes, pass. Yes, he was. Yes. Like, pass it behind them. Yeah, you, you win the game. So, it was there. You could look at it that way. But you just have no margin for error. When you go for broke like that. And it's their identity. I understand they take big risks. That's fine. But I think of it like Texas Hold'em. It's well-timed aggression. 
You don't have to be aggressive in every single situation. Right. And and I didn't like that call before I saw the final play. I think you have to be first guessing it before you're second guessing it. But it just didn't feel right. I, I just didn't think it was going to work out for Baltimore, and it didn't. And I'll say this. Now, the Ravens lost. Baltimore's lost to Pittsburgh in that Week 13 game. Now, all of a sudden, creates this game today a little bit of an urgency factor for them. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. I they're 8-4, uh, Browns are 6-6. Six and six. I mean, Browns win. They're like one game behind the loss column. Yeah, this is a stinker of a line to me because you look at the Ravens, they still play great rush defense. Cleveland couldn't do anything running right. the ball last, last time these teams met. And uh, they had their guys, right? You look at both um, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt Last game against Baltimore, they combined for 36 yards on 15 total carries. It's crazy. That's brutal. Um, And it's one of these games where Baltimore still plays really good rush defense. I don't expect Baker Mayfield to just make their depleted secondary pay by throwing the ball. And yet Cleveland's favored by three. And I'm like, oh gosh, it seems like one of these games that Vegas has a little bit of a... They, they've got their feel of, of this game where I'm picking Cleveland or nothing, you know, yeah. and it just because it's counterintuitive. It, to me, it looks like Baltimore. But if Cleveland's still favored by three, I, I don't know, man. It seems like and they I think the key has to be. Yeah, the, the finger has to be pointed to Lamar Jackson. I mean, you don't know where he's going right now. He's very he's struggling. He's very inconsistent. It's got got 13 interceptions right now. I mean, 16 TDs, but 13 INTs. So it wow. really, as Lamar Jackson goes to some some degree, so do the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, look, they've been bailed out by a couple of winning long field goals this year, too. One of those games was against Detroit. Yeah, that's just, it's too much for Lamar. Like, you look at where Lamar is, statistically, he's in the Trevor Simeon, Jared Goff range of passer rating. That's just unacceptable. Right. Right. You rattled it off 16 and 13. That that can't be. Even Baker Mayfield uh or, or Matt Ryan who hasn't been crushing it, he's at 16 and 11. Like Matt, Matt Ryan has been doing better. We all know that Lamar he brings the run pass element. We get all of that, but the passing has to be better. 16 and 13 is not going to get you anywhere come playoff time. It's You're just not. Good. It's not good enough. Yeah. Right. I'm shocked that he has that. I really am. I mean, just uh, he's got to do better, and we'll see what happens today. They lose today, they're in trouble. They really, And that, that goal for the two-point conversion last week, that may come around and bite them in the rear end. I, I disagree with you. I don't think that they lose today, they're in trouble, because just look at the pecking order in the AFC. They'd still be leading the division. They'd still have the inside track to win the division. And worst case, if you do that, you're a four-seed Right, You're going to be one of the top four seeds as long as you win your division. And the AFC is wide open. I don't like what Lamar has done throwing the football this year. It's got to be better. But who do you love in the AFC? There's no one that I love. So even if they lose today... It's not like they're doomed or anything. Yeah, it's almost like the division nobody wants to win. It really is. Because, you know, you got Cincinnati playing San Francisco. We'll get to that game later. But I, I don't think Cincinnati, with the injury factor and the turnovers that they've had, and obviously Joe Burrow leading the league in interceptions, I, I don't think they're going to beat San Francisco today. I really don't. Wow, really? Interesting. Yeah, um, we'll, get, yeah, to we'll get to that game. But you're right. It is a very, very goofy division. <laughs> like, you don't know one week to the next what to expect from these teams. Look at the Steelers. 
right? Like, look oh. at the game against the Vikings. They get shut out in the first half, and they almost come back to tie the game. It's, how did that happen? And the Browns have been up and down. The Bengals, the last couple of weeks, they've either been crushing their opponents or getting crushed. Right. It is. It's a weird division. It really is. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. I don't mean to throw your name out there after the term weird, but that's the way it goes. It's he right. made his team an offer they shouldn't refuse. That's next. But first, to Brian Finley and the latest. Daddy. Thank you so much. Yeah, Dad, Andy, and Brian, good to hear from you again on this Sunday as we get closer to NFL and that first round of kickoffs. Titans star running back Derrick Henry, according to NFL Network, you know that he broke his foot, but he is getting closer to returning faster than expected and could be back with Tennessee as soon as week 18 or even by the start of postseason. And certainly Tennessee would have to work to, to make that happen. The 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel dealing with a groin injury is going to play today against the Bengals. That, according to ESPN, Cincinnati running back Joe Mixon dealing with an illness and his teammate wide receiver T. Higgins has an ankle problem. But both are going to see the field today against those Niners. Cowboys running back Tony Pollard did not practice all week with that foot injury, but do not count him out. A game-time decision today against Washington. And speaking of Washington, they're running back J.D. McKissick out with the concussion and wide out Curtis Samuel, a groin injury, but still going to give it a shot and play. Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers is, according to ESPN, going to be dealing with this toe injury all season long. He'll have to go and, and, and work through it as the season continues until he figures out what he wants to do long term with it once the offseason happens. Bryce Young, the Alabama quarterback, winning the Heisman Trophy yesterday. It becomes the first Bama QB to do such. And here he is afterwards explaining what motivates him. For me, I've always been someone who's been labeled as not the prototype. Being, you know, quote-unquote undersized and not being that, that prototype, I've, I've always been ruled out and counted out. And it's always been about not really proving them wrong, but uh, proving to myself what I can accomplish. And Steph Curry is trying to prove to himself that he can accomplish a feat that would be eclipsing Ray Allen for the NBA three-point record. And right now, Curry needs six more threes to match Allen's mark. This after Curry went three for 14, had 18 points in a loss yesterday to the 76ers. His Warriors fell 102 to 93. And then in college basketball, win for number nine, Alabama, as they hang on against 14th-ranked Houston, 83 to 82. There was the J.D. Davidson put-back dunk with under a minute to go and then there was a little bit of controversy at the end there as Houston went up for a shot they thought that there was goaltending it was not called and Bama comes away with the win and you might remember just a couple days ago they beat Gonzaga so they're playing some good basketball so is number four UCLA went on the road and they stick it to Marquette 67 to 56 Jaime Hawkes Jr. had a season high 24 points and then there was UFC 269 Juliana Payne choked out Amanda Nunez after a second round submission for the bantamweight title and then Charles Oliveira keeps the lightweight title with a third round submission over Dustin Poirier with that let's get it back to Brian No, who when it comes to sports takes always seems to choke out Andy Furman thank you
Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. What a cool way to celebrate a win. We'll get to that in just about a minute. We've crossed the 50-yard line on what we call Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. Yes, Brian, know that we have to choke hold, and I'm Andy Furman, and bottom barrel betting in less than six minutes right now. Giants at charges today. Giants are getting nine. Last week, the Giants lost to Brian Knows Miami Dolphins. They got smacked around 20-9. to nine. The Chargers beat the Bengals, and they smacked them around pretty good, too, 41-22. Here's a stat for Brian No. Since the fifth week of the NFL, the Chargers have won in all odd-numbered weeks, and they mm-hmm. lost in all even-numbered weeks. Today, I got to believe they're going to break the mold. How do you like that? Well, you'd have to like them to win against yes. Big Blue with uh, – Mike Glennon back there. I was yeah, obviously watching the Giants-Dolphins game closely last week, being a Dolphins fan. I'm watching all these games, right? But I was honing in on that one. I don't know how many times I said out loud, Andy, thank you, Mike Glennon, because he had a wide-open receiver and just missed him, just flat-out missed him. Now, maybe that helps him the game last week, uh, today against the Chargers, and the Chargers are dealing with some COVID issues. So maybe, 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 plus the points works out, but you can't expect much offense from this Giants team with what Mike about, Lennon. And they just, right. they've, they've, they've been bad offense. What about the Giants defensive back? Logan Ryan had an offer to the team to say he'll step in a quarterback for the big blues and it can't be any worse. I love that. I love that. And it probably couldn't be any worse. Oh yeah. That's going to be great for offensive, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, for for their self esteem, that's going to be huge. So shot in yeah. the arm right there, like yeah, <laughs> the guy from the secondary. I'll take over. Uh, yeah, that would be great. Uh, I'm sure the offense appreciated that. All right, Lions at the Broncos. The Lions beat Minnesota last week, which may be the death knell for that coaching staff. Twenty nine twenty seven. Lions are getting eleven in this one. Broncos lost at Kansas City twenty two nine. Broncos are going to honor former wide receiver Demarius Thomas today. He passed uh, earlier this week. And uh, here's a question I got here, which I was confused, and maybe our man Chris could even help us because the Lions coach Dan Campbell he went for it on fourth and one. When the Detroit 28-yard line with about four minutes to play in a game against the Vikings last week, the Lions were leading 23-21. Uh, Jared Goff then was stuffed, no gain on the quarterback sneak. I, I don't understand why he wouldn't punt on that. What was the dealing on that? Maybe you could help me, both you guys. Well, I mean, they tried to throw the ball. It wasn't there. He got sacked and fumbled. <laughs> it was a complete disaster. But that. They were just trying to pick up a first down, Andy. That was deep in their own territory. It didn't work out. Minnesota then took the lead, but the iron will of Jared Goff brought him back. <laughs> that's that's the nuts and bolts of it, right? I felt good for them. They I finally think- won a game, and I'm just curious how they come out today, right? I, I still think that they're flat because that was huge. I think most of this week has been looking back on their wind and looking right. forward to and, facing and Denver. And DeAndre Swift's not going to play until he got that yeah. big shoulder. And you got all these issues like illnesses, COVID, Jamal Williams is on the COVID list. So you've got just this random collection of running backs you might not have heard of whatsoever unless you're betting heavily on the Lions or that's your squad. right? They're just completely undermanned. It's a huge point spread. I, mean, I, yeah. I I don't know I, if Denver can cover this, uh, but, man, Detroit is definitely undermanned. When they're kicking around the thought of postponing the game until Monday with the amount of players that might be out for Detroit, that lets you know like how undermanned they are. 
Yeah, and then the Broncos are still in contention for a playoff spot, and the Detroit Lions aren't, so the Broncos are playing for something. But a question I have for you, because you're involved in putting a couple of shekels down on these games during the week. Have you noticed this year more than any other year more double-digit point spreads than any other year? Because to me, and I don't bet, I really don't, but I look at the, the odds, and it seems to me there's a lot more of these double-digit point spreads than I've ever seen in the past. I, I, I don't think it's been like an abnormal higher amount it seems to stand out more yeah. for some reason this year, but we've had you know numerous double-digit point spreads in years before. So I don't know exactly how it stacks up with those years, but my guess would be it's not anything way out of the ordinary. Okay, I'm glad to hear that because I look at you as like the expert. You're the expert on this. Well, when thanks, it comes to Andy, I appreciate well, that. Yeah. Well, at least on this show, you're the expert on this. Okay, well, I'll there take that. That that yeah. still works. There you go. All right. Brian No, Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. The inconsistency of the NFL has caused many, many problems here. Bottom barrel betting is freaking next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Bottom barrel betting right around the bend. It's about 13 minutes now before the top of the hour. And this is Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. He is Brian O. I'm Andy Furman, but we have a game to play. Let's play! You got that thing for me? It's bottom. bottom. Oh, no, you thought you was late. Barrel. You put my money to sleep. You go get my money or I'll put your brain to sleep. Betting. Yes, it is. And the man with the bottom barrel betting playing the one and only, the incomparable Chris P. Hello, guys. Incomparable. Yes. What's up? How, How you doing? doing? I'm doing good. I'm uh, still coming down off the, after the Lions win. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, right? It's like your Super Bowl. Yeah. It don't really come is. down so quickly because you may not see another one. No, I don't want to see another one. I don't want to scrub draft position. Oh. We got the feel-good win. I'm good. No, no 0-16-1. <laughs> uh-huh. Let's move on. We're going to draft good. Aiden Hutchinson, and then we're going to come and get your kneecaps. Is that the talk around Detroit right now? It's going to be Hutchinson. So I think it's going to be it's going to be between Kayvon Thibodeau and Aiden Hutchinson. I would like to see it because they haven't really drafted the Lions. I can't tell you the last time they drafted a pre premier edge rusher, maybe Ezekiel Ansah, but his his time was very mm. short. So they're going to bypass a quarterback, so, huh? I mean, there's not there's not really that many great quarterbacks in this yeah. draft right now. That like, would make sense being for Detroit, right? You know, they like, finally get the number one overall pick, and it's not a quarterback draft. No, but it's, I mean, that's <laughs> fine. Edge rusher is fine, too. They want to build through the trenches. I'm, I'm cool with it. Right. Anyway, last week, Andy went 1-3-1. One, and one. Much like the Lions, we have yeah. three numbers on the scores here. Brian went 3-1-1. One, and one. Nice. Good. Yeah. Finally, I got a win while you're hosting this thing, Chris. I've only hosted a couple times now, so, you know. (laughs) First time for everything in a small sample size. That's right. That's right. That's right. Get it it done early. How how much football are we looking at with these five questions Uh, here Let's see. Let's just go down here. That depends on what part of the the world you're in and what you call football. So, Steph Curry is seven three-pointers away from breaking Ray Allen's all-time record for three-pointers in NBA history. Curry's pretty much a lock to break it this week. So will his record-breaking three-pointer be from over or under 26 and a half feet out? Wow, uh, I say under. Yeah. I mean, I know he's got range, but that's way out there, you know? We just need him in the 24-ish range right. under hits. Sure, yeah, this, give me is the also, under. this is also, you know, Steph Curry we're talking about. You mean yeah. the, the, the record-breaking shot has to be over under 26 feet, right? Yeah. The one yes. That yes. I say over, over. You're going over. You're, he, you yes, think he's going to hit it from the parking lot. Yeah, I do. Okay, yeah. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. No, it's an think, easy win. Thank you for that, Chris. I think we were talking about Ray Allen the other night about, like, should he go there and, like, heckle Steph Curry? <laughs> I think it's cool that he'll be there. Yeah. I just don't know when back. that's going to be. That I just picture Ray Allen up. going to, like, two or three games in a row. Like, dude, Man, that, seriously, break that, this record already. That shot he hit in that final for the Heat... Oh. Is still one of the greatest all-time shots I've ever seen. Yeah, it's legendary. It's He's great. Just, and, and all the Miami Heat fans who left early locked outside. Ah, yeah. uh, those bums. Right, those right, bums. Yeah. All right. So we got Andy saying over, Brian saying under. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Yes. So last week we bet on the women's NCAA College Cup. You both failed. You both did not show proper respect to women's college soccer. <laughs> Luckily, Sunday is the men's NCAA soccer college cup. So you've got a chance to redeem yourselves. It's going to be number eight Clemson versus number two Washington. Now, this would be a bowl game I'd like to see in the other football. So right. will the game winning goal be scored before or after 62 43 mark on the clock? Oh, before. Wow. I say before. Game winning goal. Yeah, game winning before. 
How did you come up with that? I, I have to give credit <laughs> to uh, our, our producer, Brandon, who is wow. uh, the, the shadow puppeteer behind the scene. I'm merely the voice. Wow. It's, I've never heard it's Brandon's voice ever. Uh, it's a mystery to me right now. You know, I don't know. I don't know if he's baritone. I don't know if he's falsetto. I have no idea. It's a now, mystery voice. Bet? I'm going to take the over on that one. You're going you're gonna to say after. Okay. Yeah. Really? Okay. All right, now to soccer on the other side of the pond. Leicester City. Goodness. Jamie Where Va- is Leicester the real City's- football over We're here? We're getting there. We're getting there. I promise you some football. Leicester City's Jamie Vardy ranks second in the Premier League in goals with nine. Leicester City takes on Newcastle United, who is second in the league in goals allowed. Does Jamie Vardy net one today against Newcastle? Yes no, or no. Absolutely not. Absolutely yes. I like that. I like that confidence out of you. I love Jamie Vardy. All right. There's been continuous reports out of Jacksonville, here's your football, that the Jaguars players are fed up with head coach Urban Meyer. Yes. So during Trevor Lawrence's post-game press conference, over under three questions asked by reporters about Urban Meyer. Oh, over. Ah, oh, man. I, you That's know a good what? Line. I it is a good line. I think it's going to be more about today's game. See, that's a sneaky thing. You could ask about today's game while asking about Urban Meyer, right? They can be intertwined. I'm still going to say under because I think that Trevor Lawrence, he, he's not going to like divulge much detail. He's not going to go into a long-winded answer. I mean, he got, he, got put out, he got put on the spotlight when he was talking about Robinson the other week, so I feel like this is a good time for him to dial it back a bit, you know? Yeah, I do too. Um, so you're going I, I just think any question related to Urban Meyer, he's going to yeah. say three words, and it's going to be awkward to ask again. So I say mm-hmm. under. Now, guys, here's that mm-hmm. football action you guys have all been waiting for. Are you ready? Yeah. What you ready you for this yeah. one? Yeah. Uh-huh. So the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are taking on the Hamilton Tiger Cats in the second straight Canadian Football League Grey Cup, last played in 2019. See, this is such a dud game, the music stopped. Blue Bombers, (laughs) we we got into this so early, that's why it stopped. Blue Bombers veteran running back Andrew Harris having a fantastic season, averaging 5.4 yards a carry. Now, Harris is the reigning Grey Cup MVP from 2019's game. He rushed for 134 yards. Andrew Harris in today's Grey Cup, the pride of Canada, over under 125 yards. Remember, this is the pride of Canada. I once saw Shania Twain get mushed to the stage by Huskies to perform halftime. Holy cow. You see what happens when you speak and try to play uh, music underneath here. I know. I was trying to like get it back together. <laughs> now, now over under on Andrew on Andrew Harris. What we got? Um, you know, over. He goes ballistic today. How about that? You going ballistic for the blue bomb for uh, yeah. the blue bombers? Yeah, I'm going Fitz? under 135. I don't. I don't think I'll Winnipeg. Do Have you ever been to Winnipeg? No, I don't want. I've to never be been to either. Canada. Period. Oh, my I lived in Canada. My wife is years. Canadian. Really? So take it easy. Well, I'm not against it. It just yeah. it hasn't worked out. Well, I'll go. Right. Winnipeg's going to be the first spot I go to. And that's Bottom Barrel yeah. Benning. There we go. Thank you so much. All right. We'll tell you about that and so much more coming up next on Fox Football You're Sunday. not going to talk about the Great Cup next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. They look like they're in a free fall. We'll get to that in just about a minute. Welcome, everybody, to Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. He's Brian Noah, I'm Andy Fern, and right now it's my pleasure to introduce my partner and friend, the one and only Brian Noah B. Let's rock and roll, baby. Here we go, week 14. Looking forward to it, Andy Furman. Weird week. I was just telling Chris, the long-suffering uh, uh, Lions fan over here, that's a tough week to pick games, like with the point spread involved. I, I mm-hmm. I'll tell you, Andy, I'll be honest with you. I'm not feeling very strong right now. But, oh, come on. Uh, there are um, weeks I felt strong and my picks stunk. So maybe this is now. the role reversal thing, you know? Well, it could very well be. By the way, before we get involved with some of the games now in the week 14 rolling down the stretch, this uh, kind of the Army-Navy game yesterday we, we brought up the question of rivalry, okay? And, and I would say now it's, it's right there. I mean, it's a major rival. But other than that, I think with the movement of conferences, at least in the college ranks, you know, I think the rivalries have gone away. I mean, I remember back in the day with the original Big East, it was Syracuse, Georgetown, it was St. John, Syracuse. And now that basically Syracuse has gone to the ACC, I think that rivalry factor is gone. It's been missed. I mean, baseball, who's the rival in baseball? Yankees, Red Sox, NBA is their rival. Used to be Lakers, Celtics, no more. So there's not that many rivalries, really. I mean, Ohio State, Michigan football, that's basically it. Maybe USC, UCLA. 
Andy, there are plenty of college rivalries, man. Like mm. uh, we just had rivalry weekend not that long ago with Alabama Oklahoma, Auburn's Oklahoma. great yeah. rivalry. I, I understand your point where things have changed with so much realignment. They'll change again with Oklahoma and Texas right. moving to the SEC. So yeah, yeah, it changes. And there are some great rivalries that are no more, but that doesn't mean we don't have any rivalries left. Right. We have rivalries left, but I remember the great Nebraska-Oklahoma rivalry. That was always a great rivalry. Now, Oklahoma State, that's going to go by the boards because I wonder if Oklahoma will still play Oklahoma State when they move to the SEC. <laughs> I'm just laughing at your – just the, the – uh, I don't know, the rabbit hole here of thought, right? Like you get locked onto a – what you're th- what you're thinking of like a subject and man you do a deep freaking dive you you're just not on the surface level you're going <laughs> way into the weeds over here it's how it goes it's not necessarily a bad thing it's just uh, it's amusing to me I'd like to amuse you I do yeah. but I'm just wondering if Oklahoma would play Oklahoma State once again once they move to the SEC I would think they would I would hope they would uh, yeah I don't know if it's going to be I doubt it'll be a year in year out thing would right. be my guess but I don't know time will tell Let's move on from rivalries because the 49ers are playing at the Bengals today. Bengals are getting one and a half less. You don't like your Bengals. You don't like them today. You know, I, I go back and forth on this. I think it's going to be a very close game. And I look at the injury fact. I don't know if Joe Mixon's going to play heavily. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on. I mean, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of vic- a lot of injury factors. The Depot Samuel, he's got that groin situation. Is he going to play? Is he going to play the whole game? I, I don't know. I mean, there's just too many things out there, too many variables that I just don't know. So the 49ers Well, it's two goofy teams, right? Like uh, yeah. we, we talked about the Bengals and it's just been a roller coaster up, down, up, down like right. they crush. Just look at the last few games. They just clobbered Baltimore, that 41-17 game, and then they turn around and lose to Mike White, the quarterback of the Jets who threw four touchdown passes, right? <laughs> and then and then they lose to the Browns 41 to 16. They get shellacked. They turn around they whoop the Raiders. They crush the Steelers 41 to 10. And then they get worked last week by the Chargers. So I, I don't know what to make of this Bengals team. And it's not like the Niners have been playing consistent football at 6 and 6 this year. They're up and down too. It's crazy. Two weird teams. Right. You know, and it's crazy also because, look, I look at Joe Burrow. He's got 16 turnovers. He's got a bad pinky. He heard it last week. He's got a league-worst 14 interceptions. He's been sacked 36 times. Joey Boza comes to town today. I mean, Nick Boza. So uh, uh, I, I just I, I fear for that. Then you look at the 49ers. Their defense has nine takeaways over the last four games, but they've given up 56 points over the last two weeks. Right. I don't know. I, I don't know which way to go in this game. Right, and Seattle scored 30. I know like one was a, a fake punt that went for a touchdown. It wasn't all offense, but Seattle scored 30 points, and Seattle had scored 28 points total in the three prior games. So it's like San Fran allowed more points to Seattle in one game than they had scored over the last three games. Wow. That's not a great sign for San Fran's defense. So, I mean, I'll... I'll take the home dog. I'll take the uh, Bengals today, but it is not like a uh, I'm going to die on this hill type thing. You're right. There are so many variables, and it can go either way. The injury issues, the inconsistent play. I, I think that a-, a lot of these games recently for the Bengals, you can tell really early on, like, oh, sweet, my pick's going to be right. They're going to roll today. Or in the first quarter, you're like, oh, gosh, this looks bad. I'm going to be dead wrong. So 
yeah, not a whole lot of mystery once the game starts, but beforehand for the Bengals, yeah. Uh, it's, no, I'd like it's to see the Bengals team. win. I, I have my doubts. If I'm a wagering person, I stay away from this game. You know, and again, you, you look at who teams have played. Okay, we went through this exercise early on before. Uh, when they played Minnesota opening day, they should have lost that game. Minnesota got a bum call on that. All right. Then they sweated against what well, they lost to Chicago at Chicago. And believe it or not, they had a sweat against Jacksonville. They won by three against Jacksonville. So, you know, you look at the schedule. Look, seven wins. It's very impressive for a team that's really been down the crapper. Really, it's very impressive. However, I, I don't know if there's anything impressive on that schedule that they've done to me that uh, stands out. Yeah, the Baltimore game, 41-17. But Baltimore right now, they look like they're in free fall anyway. Well, beating Baltimore 41-17, especially at that time, was pretty surprising. The, the Ravens only had one loss. They were 5-1 and one heading into that game. And they had beaten the Chargers, Colts, Chiefs, like that. So at the time, that was shock city. Uh, and since then, the Bengals, it's just been a mixed bag. Right. I, it's, I, I, yeah, getting to seven and five, that's good based on where they've been. But uh, when they're just so inconsistent, I, I just don't get the sense of, man, look at the Bengals. Seven and five is pretty good. I'm just like, you crush the Bengals or you crush the Ravens. I would expect more consistency than we've seen. It just right. hasn't been there at all. And look, if Joe Mixon could run the football, I have a lot more confidence in them. Uh, but if uh, if Debo Samuel's not playing, that's a problem for the 49ers. So we'll see. I mean, I don't know if they're he's going to play. He's, he's going to play, but we just we don't know. But I don't know. How effective will he be? Yeah, That's not sure, but I, I love Debo Samuel. That guy is a bowling ball that can catch well. And I love how they utilize him as a hybrid, running back, wide receiver. Yeah. If he's healthy, that that's a problem for the Bengals. But well, your boy Jamar Chase, he's kind of like the Bengals this year, right? Like he's good, then he's bad, and it's, it's just a mixed bag. He's been held under 55 yards receiving in each of the last five games. And he turned a touchdown into a pick last week. That was what happened with that? It was a perfect ball, a little go around. pattern. He just yeah. butterfingers, brutal. I think defenses are learning how to play this guy. They're just you know double teaming him at times and whatever. So we'll see what happens. There's a couple of injuries on the on the offensive side of the ball for the Bengals receiving wise. So I think T. Higgins is hurt too. So I, I, Brian Fenley said he's just going to play, right? Well, I thought he just play. said that. He's yeah. banged up though. He's going to play, but he's banged up. I mean, this time of the year, everybody's banged up. That I know. But how effective will they be? I don't know. Mixon's the key though for the Bengals. We'll see what happens. I don't know, but uh, let's go with the Bills and Buccaneers right now. Bills are getting three and a half against the Buccaneers. Last week, the Bills, Lord, they got pasted at home. Embarrassed, really. Patriots throw three passes the entire game. Did they get rolled by four points? Is that they got they got rolled over at home? (laughs) Fourteen ten, and the Patriots threw three passes in uh, in a fifty-five mile an hour windstorm, uh, and that's two or three. That's too well, yeah, game. like wind gusts up to that, right? It wasn't yeah. the whole time, but yeah, crazy conditions. And I'll tell you what, man, that is just demoralizing. That's embarrassing when you in your own, in know, your but you know the Patriots aren't throwing the ball. They're just running it, running it, running it, running it. There were times I'm watching that game. It'd be like third and 13. I'm like, I think they're going to run this. I don't think they're going to throw it. And sure enough, they would hand it off and then punt. But they were gashing. The Patriots were gashing Buffalo. That is absolutely demoralizing. When you can't stop the run, that's demoralizing to begin with. But right. when you know it's going to definitely be a run and you still can't stop it, that's way worse.
Way worse. I'm curious how they rebound today. In the post-game news conference, some some media wacko asked a question to one of the. uh, It's a great question. Uh, Were you embarrassed? That is that's not the question. The question should have been, "How come you couldn't stop him?" And sure, he's embarrassed. What kind of a question is that? You you know, it's going to cause heat asking a question like that. First of all, you never ask a question. It's a legitimate question. Well, you completely legitimate. The, the Patriots threw three passes. Like right. we saw more passing in the Army Navy game than the Patriots. Right. Good lord! Like that is embarrassing. It's not a bad question at all. But I understand why they would take offense that, that to it. Never ask a question that's going to give you a yes or no answer. Ask a question: How, why, who, why? Oh, where. stop it! Ask it a true. question that how gets, come you couldn't stop? Ask it? a Boom. question that gets an interesting response. And, and name another question from last week other than that one. Well, that that got a, a heck of a response. Exactly. It got, it got That's what you're going for. But, but they didn't answer the question, though. Yeah, they, they did. Answer, they didn't really answer the question. They, don't they, answer, answer the question they like answered the question point blank. Absolutely. They said, what, they got good backs, right? They broke one long run. What do you want from us? Like, they answered. They, they just they, didn't like player it. Said, one player came back and said, don't, don't come here again with a question like that. So I mean, What? So Jordan Poyer took exception. Big deal. Whatever. You, you got your column written. Like, that's your job. Your job is to get something that's interesting. And he did. Well, that's fine. I mean, you want to put gasoline on the fire, that's okay. All I'm saying, if you really want to find out what happened, you'd ask a, a kind of a more straight-laced oh, question. Gosh. Like, how come well, you, you couldn't stop him? Well, what, what was the problem? How come you couldn't stop him? And they, they couldn't stop him. They would have basically said the same thing. It wouldn't have caught any attention or any headlines. And it's like they have good backs and they broke one long run. Look, it's not like I'm we with were you. awful today. If I was in the postgame conference, I would have asked that question. Hey, what? you guys were embarrassed, weren't you? That, now you pull, what are you t- You're all over the road here. No, no. So that's I'm a not, bad I'm question, not. and now you're going to ask the bad it's question. It's a bad question in the sense of, you know, you're going to get an ugly response. It's going to be tension and whatever it may be. If you really want to get some controversy going, and if I'm a talk show radio host, which I am, and if I was in Buffalo, that's the stuff I want because it probably would have made front page of the Buffalo Evening News, and it would have been played over and over again on my radio station. That's the question. Hey, weren't you embarrassed? You look really bad out there. Boom. You know, you would have been tossed out of the conference, but it would no, have been really good. No, Like, this happens all the time. I'll give you a brief story here. So I went Please. to a, a Raiders game this handful yeah. of years ago. They got crushed by the Falcons. Just crushed. And uh, I went to the post-game press conference. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're asking the head coach, uh, Tom Cable, <laughs> and it was, uh-huh. I was used to, I was working in Fresno at the time. So I worked in Fresno from 06 to 09. And I go to this Raiders game, go to the post-game press conference. Now I'm used to, Andy, I'm used to Fresno State press conferences. And at the time, Pat Hill was there. And it's just softball city. Oh, it's you know, homers. Like if Fresno State got rolled by four touchdowns in a game. It'd be like, hey, uh, positive signs from the defense, though, at the end, right? Did <laughs> right, you like right, that? Right. I was just used to that. So I go to this Raiders press conference. And I'm telling you, they are laying in to Tom Cable. It's like, are you embarrassed by this performance? Can you look at yourself in the mirror after this performance today? Basically, and I was like, holy cow. Well, all of a sudden, I graduated to, we're adults now. And it happens all the time. It just caught headlines because Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde didn't appreciate it. But to think like those questions don't get asked. It happens all the time in the NFL. You know what? It doesn't happen in Cincinnati. Cincinnati's like Fresno State. 
Oh, gosh. Believe me. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I, it really I do believe is. you. I do it believe is. you. But think about the New York Jets, the New oh. York Giants, those media markets. Like, to, like, how dare this reporter ask if they were embarrassed? It was freaking embarrassing. That's a legit question. It wasn't. Emba- I agree with you. It was embarrassing. I was almost shocked that he asked that, though. You know why? Because I'm not used to hearing that here in Cincinnati. I'm really not. I mean, well, yeah, like you said, it's the Fresno State of the NFL. Apparently, it's the the kid glove. I wonder, and maybe Chris would know this. Do they ask that at Detroit Lions games? I mean, is it embarrassing to have lost all those games before the tie? I mean, what's the media like in Detroit? I mean, I I don't know. Did they did they pin Campbell against the wall after a game? I don't know. I don't know if you can pin that man against a wall. (laughs) He still has guns, man. Absolutely, you know, like meaning. You know, I would think he's got some bulk over there. He's got some muscle over there. I would think the media is strong in Detroit. I mean, right? They're aggressive. They're aggressive uh, in a very negative doomer sense. I don't know what it's like in the press conferences. I don't go to too many of them. Obviously, I think I think they would be pretty aggressive about that. But at the same time, like Dan Campbell's, as you say, he's got guns. I, I saw oh, he's him not going to fight I, you. I, I, I mean, maybe. I saw him pick yeah, up the might. owner, Sheila Ford Hamp, after that win on a video. You for, <laughs> that, that will remind you very quickly, that man played tight end in the National Football League. He still looks like he could play. He could. Uh, he might have to suit should. up for Sunday. Maybe he should. No. For that team. No. All right. I hear you. Maybe, maybe they'll need him today. With Players, all these coach, we haven't had yeah. one in a very all long right. time. Sounds great. By the way, Discover, we'll discover that as well. Real credit card questions require real people. Someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. By the way, you can discover us on Twitter at The No Show, at Andy Furman FSR, or 877-99 on Fox, 877 877- Nine nine six sixty three sixty nine. We'll have Brian Noah knows picks at the end of this hour, but they have the easiest remaining schedule, and it starts today. That's next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. 
<sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Bluebird, this day, Bluebird. Stop it. Their passing offense is the worst in the league. That's right around the corner. 22 minutes past the hour, Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian Noah, Andy Furman. And by the way, B, we kind of went off on a rail over there. We got to get back to this uh, Bills Bucks game. We kind of we went off on a rail. What did we, we, we do? On a, rail, a little tangent there. Okay. We yeah. were talking about post game news conferences. <laughs> Bill, Bills yeah. are getting. Bills are getting three and a half in this one. This is a tough game. This is a tough game to wager on. Uh, I, I know Tampa Bay has won three games in a row. Uh, and the Bills, obviously, were the preseason favorites in the AFC East. And now, obviously, they're looking at falling out of playoff uh, competition, really. Losing to the Patriots and all. That was ugly. You know, on your own yeah. field, on your home, in your house. Ugly, really. But the key today, I think, is Josh Allen, their quarterback. Can he exploit the banged-up secondary of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Right. Well, he's going to have to for Buffalo to have any chance because Buffalo is not going to be able to run the ball against Tampa. They can't run the ball in general, but certainly against a great rush defense like Tampa. It's got to be all about Josh Allen. This would have to be similar to week one where the Cowboys just said, nah, screw the running game. Dak, just do your thing. And Dak played very well. That's what Josh Allen's going to have to do today for Buffalo to have any chance. Do you take the three and a half with the Bills? I think I might do it. I think no, I'm I actually going to lay it. I'm going to lay it this one. I might live to regret it, but I just don't trust Buffalo. Until they give me reason to trust them, I'm not going to. And I just look at Tampa. This is go time for them. This is normally where they hit their stride. They did it last year. We've gotten a glimpse of that. They've played better recently. The game last week, I know it's against the Falcons, but that's uh, th- that was beat down City. There was just a pick six that made it look closer than it actually was. But Tampa's offense is going to be tough for Buffalo to stop. And I just don't like an offense like Buffalo being one-dimensional. It's all on the passing game. Right. And Josh Allen has turned the ball over a few times here and there. He's prone to making bad uh, judgments. He's so ten picks, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to lay it. I'm going to lay it today. And we've always said, is, is who have you played? And you're looking at the schedule. I still can't believe they lost to the Steelers on opening day. But then again, you go down the schedule. They beat a bad Miami team at the time. Miami's turned it around to some extent the last five, six games. So they beat a bad Miami team. Same with Washington. They've won their last four. And they beat Washington in week three, I believe it was. They beat a bad Texas team. Kansas City was somewhat in offensive turmoil at the time when they beat Kansas City. Then they lose to Tennessee, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's up and down. It's like win one, lose one, win one, lose one, lose to Indiana. They got smacked around pretty good by Indianapolis, 41-15. Yeah, it's a good point about the early part of the schedule where they caught the Dolphins, Washington at the right time. Those teams have played a lot better, but they were 
awful at the beginning of the season. And similar with the Chiefs, the Chiefs have really righted the ship. It's an interesting question. If the Bills were playing the Chiefs today, I'm not expecting Buffalo to win by 18 points. You know, it's just the nature of the season has changed quite a bit. And right, when you look at Buffalo's resume, it really is they beat the Chiefs. That's it. That's really their whole resume. Um, So... Uh, we'll see and what happens a- today. I just don't trust them is the long and short of it. And the AFC championship may very well go to New England in the East. Well, it could. They've got the inside track. and uh, Amazing. It really I is. Mean, it is. It's pretty crazy. If you look at Buffalo's, or I'm sorry, New England's remaining schedule, they're off this week. They have the Colts on Saturday, Saturday night next week. So the next two games are big, at the Colts, and then they host Buffalo. It's a big deal for the the division and the pecking order, the seating in the AFC. The Patriots finish with the Jags and Dolphins. So, right. uh, you know, a couple of, of tough games right after the bye week. But at 9-4, and four, how about that? Patriots rattled off seven straight wins. And last week's game was crazy. But even if Buffalo. they split the list, even if they split those games, they become 11-6. and six. Yeah, that, that's great. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. It really is. But uh, you would have to think eleven and six at this rate would be enough to win the division. Agreed. Yes. Uh, like, do you think Buffalo just loses one game from here on out? I, I don't think so. I think oh, they got a couple of losses in them, probably. All right. Speaking of losses, the Bears don't know how to beat the Green Bay Packers, and they're playing them tonight. They're getting 11 and a half. That's amazing. Last week, Bears lost to Arizona. Packers had that bye. Packers at home. Packers arrested. Aaron Rodgers' toe is obviously healing. How could the Bears win this game? Well, they got to run the football. When you talk about running the football in Chicago, there's one guy, one guy only. His name is David Montgomery. Well, yeah, Justin Fields is back. Maybe he's he's able to do something magical. That's what it's going to take. I think he played well against Pittsburgh, but... Look at Pittsburgh this year. You know, it's been a rough season for Justin Fields. And coming back after being hurt, I'm not expecting big things. The only thing you can hope for if you're Chicago is that it's a sleepy game for the Packers, right? They just kind of look ahead. Yeah, I, I don't think it's been circled on their calendar or anything like that. Maybe the Bears a little bit fired up because of Aaron Rodgers saying, I still own you. I love that during the week. Aaron Rodgers was like, have you seen my record against them? I'm, I'm kind of right about that. You know, <laughs> I thought that was great, but I mean, there's no reason to expect the Bears to win outright. That would be crazy. Bears, uh, Packers are 9-0 when they get one takeaway in a game. The Bears have lost six of their last seven. And back in week six, the Packers won that game 24-14 in Chicago. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon combined for 169 and 135 rushing yards. Amazing. It really was. So I, I don't think the Chicago Bears have much of a chance. And Aaron Rodgers is right. He does own them. He really does. Well, and think about the Packers against the spread. They have the best record. They're 10-2 and two against the spread this year. So it's not just that they're winning games. They're covering the spread as sometimes a big favorite. Uh, and this is a, it's a high point spread, right? But would you be shocked if, if Green Bay wins by... Two touchdowns? No. No, you no, wouldn't be shocked no. by that at all. And I will tell you right now, if I were to get my rankings, a batting order of the NFL, one, two, three, and in cleanup, Packers number one, Tampa Bay Bucks two, Arizona three, and the New England Patriots cleanup four. Well, New England doesn't play this week. Are, are you talking about games or like what are you power, talking about? Like power ratings. Oh, like, your power yeah. rankings. Or what are yeah. they again? I thought you were talking about like no. games today. Gr- Green Bay. 
Uh-huh. Tampa Bay, okay. Arizona, New England, and then right behind them, Kansas City. Uh, I mean, uh, okay. I don't think it's crazy at this point. And it probably changed by tomorrow morning, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, it's the way it is in the NFL. Right? I was confused because I thought you were taking, um, like, I thought you did a 180, right? You said you would take the points in the Bills-Tampa game. And then you had Tampa number two. I thought you were talking about your favorites oh, no. for today. So I was confused no. there. Oh, sorry well, about I'm that. I'm sorry. Sorry to confuse you. But I'm, I'm good at that. I confuse a lot of people. I really no problem. Oh, here we go. All right, Brian No, Andy Furman, Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. They have a seven-year win streak. That's next. But next, our own streaker, Brian Fenley with the latest. You know what's also confusing, Andy, is how you are in the Cincinnati area and the amount of words that you use to trash the Bearcat football team. That, to me, is confusing. I never said a word negative. I never. Look, I make a lot of mistakes, say a lot of stupid things. I have never trashed that football team, except when we talked early in the season, you know, when the people were crying, they should be in the top four, whatever it may be. We, we question the schedule. And, and I think it's a rightfully rightful thing to do. I mean, come on. But it's they, a bad schedule. But they are in their rightful place, and they did beat Brian Knows Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Oh! Hey, hey, hey. hey. take a socket. Settle down. <laughs> they, they, they walked it. They were very lucky. Things happened to break their way. Let's put it that way. All right? Not saying they're not deserving as of right now. The only undefeated team to be in there, number one. But look, if Oklahoma State wins that game by a matter of inches, they're out. Yeah. I believe they're out. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know that that's true, Andy. That would have been a great <laughs> debate. We'll never great know. Great debate. But great debate. They might have snuck in still. We'll never know. We'll, we'll never know, but we do know that Notre Dame is not in. Oh, but- stop it. You know, stop. stop it. You know what? UCLA, I hope you go winless yeah. next year. How about that? It's going to be hard to go winless when they open up the season with Alabama State and then another team from Alabama, not Alabama or Auburn. or They have a very easy non-conference schedule, if you will. So Wait, yeah. is your man Kelly jumping to Oregon? That's the rumors going on. No, no, no. Don't you you're, dare. You're late on that one, Andy. Yeah. They, they're just going asking. with the, the Georgia defensive coordinator. Okay. Yeah, oh, the 35-year-old. Oh, that was last night. I'm sorry. I did see that. Yeah. Sorry. That's true. You probably haven't picked up a newspaper in front I of your want, house no, yet. I, w- I wanted to upset you a little bit. That's why. No, it's, uh, but, but it comes down to you not having the newspaper at your front door yet in the morning. It's in my which, driveway. That's how you get out your news. It's <laughs> at <laughs> your driveway. You so, know, it's a timeout. For, it's funny you mention that because I'll mention a story <laughs> and I'll tell it to my wife and I say, what's well, in the New York Times, whatever it may be. She says, hey, I saw it on TV three days ago. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, welcome yeah. to newspapers, Andy. I, I yeah. know, I know. Yeah, and then when you, look, when you read your column on the Brooklyn Eagle, you realized oh, that it was yeah. from five years ago. Here we go. But we yeah, go. so Thanks. anyway, what is happening in, let's say, four and a half hours, our first wave of NFL games? And we've got some news in relation to all of that. According to NFL Network, Titans running back Derrick Henry is recovering a lot faster than presumed, and he's dealing with that broken foot, of course. Could be back as soon as Week 18 or by the time of the playoffs. Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers is going to have to work through that toe injury all season long. That's not going to change. And then he will evaluate what he will do in the offseason as to get that past him. The Lions may have as little as 48 players Ooh. that could see the field or be available because, Brian, as you and Andy were talking about, 
the COVID issue and the flu has hit the team as well. And this is going to be interesting. And like you said, who wouldn't? I don't think any of us would be surprised if Dan Campbell came into the game and <laughs> played a couple different positions. So Detroit is going up against the Broncos. Also, according to ESPN, 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel dealing with that groin issue. He is going to play, though, against the Bengals. Joe Mixon and T. Higgins with the Bengals are going to see the field against those Niners. Tony yeah. Pollard, the ca- yeah, the Cowboy running back, mm-hmm. who missed all of practice, is dealing with a foot injury. Technically not out just yet. They're going to rule and see what he looks like during the, the warm-ups before the game today against Washington. And then Washington running back J.D. McKissick out with a concussion and his oh. teammate wide receiver Curtis Samuel. Not Debo Samuel, but both Samuels have groin injuries, and both are going to play. So, Did you ever have a groin issue? I'm just curious. Have you ever had one? You know, I haven't. And okay, let's keep I'm, it glad, that way. I'm glad to hear that. Good. Yeah. Yeah, but I got I got something to say to you here after I finish. So, uh, yeah. Keep, keep it clean. Yes, of course. So, in the NBA, just a couple quick mentions. The 76ers, they tattoo the Warriors 102 to 93. Steph Curry, 18 points, 3 of 14 from downtown. He needs six more three point makes to tie Ray Allen for most three pointers in a career. Also, the Grizzlies, they knocked down the Rockets 113 to 106. Dylan Brooks had 25 points in college basketball. A win for number nine, Alabama, over 14th ranked Houston, 83 to 82. Got to make sure I get this in, guys. Number four, UC. UCLA. They Stop got it. the job done on the road. Smart kid. 67 to 56. Jaime Hawkes Jr. had a season. Have you said hello to Mick Cronin for me? I will. I will. Next time I talk to him, I actually uh-huh. talked to him last week. So right. Please tell him I said hi. Now, if I bring his name up around you, is that going to look bad on me and is that going to hurt my reputation? Just tell me how red his face gets. <laughs> okay, yes. With that, <laughs> let's send it back to Brian No and Andy. And, and by the way, Andy, yes, Dad, I, I was in the refrigerator and I couldn't find the prune juice. Do you know where it was? <laughs> right next to my teeth. That's where it was. There we go. Back to you. Thank you very much. Okay. What a streak. What a streak. Get to that in just about a minute. We got Brian Noah Nose Picks in about seven minutes from now. Monday night, Rams at the Cardinals. Rams at the Cardinals. Last week, the Rams beat the Jags. The Cards beat the Bears. And the Rams, get this, have not lost in Arizona since 2014, when they were still based in St. Louis. How do you like that? But in week four, the Rams lost at home to the Cardinals, 37-20. They fell behind early, and they had a lot of turnovers in that game. Yeah, that was a beatdown earlier this year, and uh, this is the game of the week. There's no doubt. I love this matchup, and it's a big deal, right? Think about just the Rams. Focus on them. Winning this game and getting to 9-4, and that sounds so much better than losing it and falling to eight and five. Like just hearing eight and five right. roll off the tongue with how many gambles they've made, Andy. They are all in. The Rams have made huge trades for Von Miller, trading second and third round picks. They pick up Odell Beckham Jr. Like they are absolutely going for it. The trade with Matthew Stafford, right? Picking up Sony Michelle, who had a good game last week against Jacksonville. They are absolutely all in, so it's a huge game on Monday for the Rams. I think it's bigger for the Rams, but it's not to say it's small potatoes for Arizona. You win this game, and you stay at that number one spot. So to get the number one seed in that bye week, that'd be huge for Arizona. And the Rams are getting two and a half. Are you surprised with that? No, not surprised. Arizona's played very good defense, 
And I think that's been overlooked. I think it's also been overlooked or they haven't gotten as much praise as they should for winning two out of three games with Colt McCoy starting. Yeah. When you're winning games without Kyler Murray, that really does show you the strength of the overall roster. And uh, I've been impressed with Arizona so far this year. And there are a lot of people that are just not buying in. They don't buy in. They do have a bit of an Achilles heel. They give up 4.7 yards per rushing attempt against them on the defense. Well, that's not going to matter in this game, though. The Rams can't run the ball very well. Right. You're exactly right. But a lot of teams don't stick with the run against them. If you watch them play throughout the season, they they start the running game and they give up on the run, whatever the reason. Maybe because they fall behind and they have to pass. That's maybe the reason. Well, yeah, and well, we've seen Arizona. They've stepped up at times. You think about the first game of the year against Derrick Henry, and the yeah. Titans couldn't run the ball well. Uh, so, yeah, it's it sometimes uh, I don't know, like stats like that. It, it, sometimes it gets you thinking the wrong thing. Does that make sense? It Where does. you're right. You know what I mean? Like you would yeah, think if you yeah. rattle off that stat, oh gosh, they can't stop the run at all. But they've shown in games that they can against right. some of the best rushing teams. So it, it yeah, can be a bit misleading. Yeah, you look at that stat and you see a ten and two record. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, come on. I mean, you're picking on something that's really almost non-existent. It doesn't mean anything, really. I wonder how many times. Look, they, they've won when they beat Tennessee that opening day. They, they beat him badly. It was 38-13. Right. They're smacking opponents around pretty good. I know Houston, it doesn't count. Everybody beats up on Houston. But, you know, even the Green Bay game. I mean, I mean they're beating up on people. They really are. They're a great team. I mean, uh, I think they're a little bit underrated. I really believe that. I think that they're not getting their just due. Maybe people don't believe I, yeah. them. Yeah, I think the same thing. It's, for whatever reason, there are a lot of people that are just reluctant to buy into the Arizona Cardinals. You know, is it historical? Arizona hasn't done much of anything history-wise. And look, Kyler Murray was banged up the second half last season. Maybe that's it. I don't know. It's just it's one of those teams that people are suspicious about. And I think there are way more reasons to believe in them than to doubt them based on what they've done this year. Yeah, it's funny you mention that because more people had more confidence in Buffalo going into the season. It was like hands down. They went in the AFCs, no question about it. And they're still behind Buffalo, but they won't give Arizona that that break for some reason. I I don't understand it. I mean, Buffalo is like the, the, uh, the sweetheart. Buffalo is the flavor of the day, I guess. Right. Well, yeah. And I think it's one of those deals with Arizona at least. Sometimes you don't recalibrate what the team is compared to what you thought it would be. And a lot of people heading into this year thought that Arizona would be the worst team in the division. I certainly thought that. I thought they'd be dead last. Seattle tends to win 10 games or more with Russell Wilson there. It's been a disastrous season. You had San Fran was in the Super Bowl two years ago, and they were wrecked by injuries last year. So you had to like their chances of rebounding. And the Rams, goodness, they had a good team. They had a good record with Jared Goff, and you upgrade to Matthew Stafford. It looked like process of elimination. Arizona was the weak team. And boom, they're 10-2. and I think they should get more praise for that. But for some reason, it hasn't worked that way. It's strange. Some notes on the Cardinals. They've turned the ball over seven times in their two losses, and they are 7-0. and 7-0 and on the road, only 3-2 and at home. That's an amazing stat, really. But again, I don't think the home field advantage has kind of gone by the boards. It doesn't mean much anymore in the NFL, I don't think. Especially it doesn't betting. mean the same as what it once did. Yeah, but uh, The other thing, though, think about this with Arizona. 
they've allowed only 27 plays of 20 plus yards this season. And that's the second lowest mark that's in the in the league. So they don't allow big plays. And, and that's a, a big part of their success. And you think about the Rams, I, I think it's going to have to be the passing game and some chunk plays. I just don't expect the Rams to be able to run it very effectively. Hmm. There you go. All right. I'll tell you what. Are you betting on this one? You taking oh, two and a half? Maybe we'll you might find see. out. Okay. Might, might okay. show up in nose picks okay. coming up here. All righty. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday. We're going to tell you about a real live Scrooge next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's nose picks coming right up right here on Fox Football Sunday. Here's Brian No. I'm Andy Fermo. We're about 12 minutes before the top of the hour. And the top of the hour would be 9 o'clock on the East Coast. And you will hear the golden tones of Mike Harmon and Bucky Brooks. You can hear them on the iHeartRadio app on Sirius XM, Channel 83, and, of course, on many of these same Fox Sports Radio affiliates, Brooks and Harmon, at the top of the hour. Right now, it's time for Brian No and Nose Picks. Are you ready for it? Sparky, here's the deal. Are you in desperate need of gambling insight? Do yes. not fear, yes. for Brian No is here. Yes. 
And now the time has come for Nose Picks. All right, Andy, let's get the bad news out of the way. It's a losing week last week. The swing game, I I know. I went 3-0 a couple of weeks ago, and since then... It's been a couple of losing weeks in a row. Now, I got Bridgewatered. I took the eight and a half last week. The backdoor cover, it was right there. It was right there. And Bridgewater was like, no, no backdoor cover for you, Brian. No. So I went one and two last week. We will try to right the ship this week. I'm looking at the Monday night game. First pick. I love Arizona's defense. They've played very well. They've limited big plays. Quietly, they're number four in scoring defense. And you look at the Rams, I don't think they're going to be able to run it very well. I think they'll be Uh one-dimensional. And I'm going to take Arizona at home, minus two and a half. Quality roster, winning games without Kyler Murray. And with Colt McCoy in there, that's really impressive to me. I think they take care of business against the Rams on Monday night. I'm laying the two and a half. Yikes. That's a tough game. It really is. I would have stayed away from that one, but Okay, I'm gonna know. stick with danger here. It's gonna be the theme of the the picks here. Sounds like it. Bengals plus two against the 49ers. 49ers get Debo Samuel back. It's a big deal for them. You got all these question marks about the Bengals. Right, right. Joe Mixon questionable. You got Joe Burrow with Burrow, the the banged pinky, up right pinky. pinky. I'm taking the two. Give me the home dog. Yeah, we got the Bengals today. It's going to be a good day for Cincy. You know, good. the Jekyll Let and Hyde, the good Bengals get it done today. I what do you think? You thumbs right. up, thumbs down. I hope you're right, but there's too many intangibles there. They're mixing uh, injury factor. I know couple, it. Like, I, I know it. I know it. Good Bengals today. Good Bengals. Positive vibes. I hope you're right. Okay. Last one here. Sunday night football. Bears, Packers. The total is 42 and a half. That just feels too low to me. I, I think you. this game yeah. goes over, right? Yeah. Like the Packers, a little bit of slippage defensively. And I expect Aaron Rodgers and company to be able to put up some points at home against that Bears defense. So I'm taking right. the over 42 and a half on that. I'm one. with you there. I think Aaron Rodgers in the post-game news conference can say, I told you I own you guys. <laughs> That's right. All right, we're hoping for a winning week, but it's time to go your own way, Andy Furman. What do you have for own, You'll love this one. Okay. A Roman Catholic diocese in Sicily publicly apologized to outraged parents after its bishop told a group of children that Santa Claus doesn't exist. In a Facebook post, the Diocese of Noto insisted that Bishop Antonio Stagliano didn't mean to dash the dreams of the youngsters two weeks before Christmas. Italian news reports quoted Stagliano as saying during the recent religious festival that Santa doesn't exist and that his red costume was created by the Coca-Cola company for publicity. How do you like that? It's terrible. You can't be... Disgusting. Yeah, you can't be doing that with the kids. Come on. Come on. For the kiddos. Yeah. All right, I'm going to take you to Aurora, Colorado. All right. We've got a case of a black cat named Panther. So what did Uh Panther do? Panther climbed a utility pole about 30, 36 feet in the air. And Panther was there for at least two days, maybe more. <laughs> so, so the neighbors called the animal control, right? And they said standard practice is uh, give cats time to make their way down on their own. And so Panther the cat still up there, still up there. They put food. Here, Panther. Here, Panther. Panther's not coming down. So... The Aurora council member 
Curtis Gardner. He caught news of this, and so city officials were dispatched, and a ladder truck was there Friday (laughs) afternoon. Firefighters rescued this cat. The cat's owner said it had been allowed outside, but never again. Panther the cat is not to be trusted. Oh, my goodness. There you go, but he's okay now. Last one here. All right. A Massachusetts cannabis company. They Uh celebrated National Brownie Day earlier this week with what's believed to be the largest THC-infused brownie ever made. Get this. Three feet by three feet, 15 inches tall. I don't know if this is real. It say it weighs 850 pounds. Ah. Crazy. I love it. They went big on that. Our time is up. want to thank you for yours. We'll see you next week. Enjoy the day on Fox. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.